Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald, that is me, and, as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Kyra Morrison. How are you doing, good sir? I am incredibly tired. Yep. Yep. That was what I was expecting you to say, and I will <laughs> also uh, second that sentiment. Yes. Uh, very tired. I'm trying to catch up on a lot of sleep over the last couple of nights. It hasn't helped that, combined with the week that we've had outside of my work, uh, I'm also working a six-day week this week. So that's been that's been fun. It's like 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 around 38, 40 hours worth of uh, of uh, of work, so, which has been good. But uh, this week's going to be a bit of a different episode um, for obvious reasons. Uh, it has. Uh, we're almost at the end of it, but it's, it, uh, this week has, has been the uh, the gaming Christmas of the year, which is E3, uh, the uh, en- uh, Electronic Entertainment Expo. Off the top of my head, I think that's right. I hope so. Um, uh, yeah, so there's been a lot of lot of things happening this week. Um, maybe not so much as the last few years, but uh, still a lot of things on the list than a normal week of the Dialogue Options podcast. So... Uh, as it stands this week, we are not going to be talking about what we've been playing or answering any questions, especially because we didn't ask for any. So uh, <laughs> we're, we're basically just going to go through a whole bunch of the announcements uh, from all the various conferences and whatnot. Um, and we're going to do a little thing called that I like to call Dope or Nope. Um, so basically, we're going to I'm going to we're going to list through all the different things. Uh, and when when I say something, whatever says something, uh, if we say yeah, that's pretty dope, we'll talk about it a little bit. If we say nope, then we're going to move on. That's not important to us. Um, so, couple of things. First of all, just because we nope something doesn't mean we don't think it's very important or anything like that. Uh, it just means that myself and Kyron are not interested in it as much as some other people might be. So. Uh, you know, don't be offended if we we nope something that you were expecting us to talk about. But by by this stage, you probably understand what we're into and what we're not into. So, you know, just be prepared for that. Uh, and secondly, try, we're I'll, not going to be. I'll try to keep my my nopes cordial because I can tell you what there's there's a few things I'm, I'm, <laughs> I might nope that even you might be like, no, I want to talk about that. Yeah. Well, look. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Like, if 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 one of us nopes and the other ones like is thinks it's dope, then. Like that person can get like thirty seconds to speak their piece about it. Maybe <laughs> they get like they get like a a defense, like a a retort of sorts. Um, yeah. Uh, and the other thing is, we're not going to be covering the PC gaming show because one, I don't think either either of us watched it, uh, and two, we're not PC gamers. So, uh, and there wasn't a lot really announced that I could tell. There was no, I didn't wake up to any news that some major announcement happened that, that we missed out on. Um, apart from Age of Empires getting like a definitive edition for modern Which PCs, cool. but it's cool, it's great, that's really good. But yeah, no, yeah, not 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 something we're going to be talking about a whole lot. That's probably the extent of what we would have said anyway. Um, but without further ado, shall we go through and uh, and start this bad boy? Yeah, we, we should. We'll be pretty brisk because, like, I mean, the benefit is, I guess, that this year's E three. As you said earlier, I had less surprises, so there's a lot of stuff we can yeah. be like, yeah, eh. yeah. There are a couple of notable ones which we will get to, um, but yeah. So I think we'll start at the top, uh, which the very first conference was uh, EA Electronic Arts uh, kicked off the uh, proceedings on Saturday, 
uh, in America, which was Sunday morning for us at six, uh, five a.m., six a.m., five a.m., five a.m., five a.m. It was yes. it was early. It was early. Yes, I was, I was asleep. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Look, I stayed up, and I thought it was going to be at six for some reason. I don't know why. So I was I was fine, um, and I didn't have to work until later on that night. So I, I had plenty of time to catch up on sleep. Um, but basically kicked off the show. Uh, lots of sport. So yeah, Madden. I think it's going to be a bit of a note from us. <laughs> hey, it's getting uh, a story mode now. It is getting a story mode. That's great. Uh, speaking of story modes in sports games, FIFA, probably another note because neither of us play it. Um, but again, like the, the story mode in FIFA is a sequel to last year's FIFA, which is weird. Yeah, it's it's weird, but it's cool. Like apparently you can carry over um, your your character progress from the first one and, and whatnot. But um, And what was the other one? NBA Live 18, uh, also a note from us because I know... Nothing about basketball, so um, apart, apart from splashing buckets is apparently a term that gets used. Um, some splashing would argue, buckets. some would argue not. Uh, just go watch the Easy Allies betting special, and uh, that will make a whole lot of sense. Um, so, without the sport, with the sports stuff out of the way, let's move on to uh, Battlefield One. Got some DLC announced. Um, I'm going to say nope because I still haven't played Battlefield One. <laughs> I'm gonna say nope, just because it's DLC and it seems cool. But yeah, like oh yeah, it seems really cool. And apparently, there's like female characters you can play as in this as well, and like female yeah, soldiers. It's, it's like and... SARS Death Squad or something like that. And it, uh, mm. but yeah, uh, yeah every fine. time, like, okay, here's the thing. Every time I think about the Battlefield One DLC, I'm like, oh, I wonder how much it is. And I check the store, and like the the season passes on special for like sixty dollars. And I went, Haha, nope, <laughs> nope, no, <laughs> yeah, no, nope. Not, not for me, yeah. Not for me. <laughs> I've gone to buy Battlefield One a couple of times, and I'm like, nah, it's, I've missed the boat. I'm I'm fine. I don't Look, I don't think I, default Battlefield I One is. Still really good, but yeah, season pass for sixty bucks. No, thank you. Yeah, no, no. no. I, I might, good. I might pick it up eventually, but yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on from that, <laughs> this might be our first argument. Uh, Need for Speed Payback got showed off. Um, I'm going to say dope because I'm all about that shit. Kyron, what say you? I mean, I'm going to I'm going to humor you because. It, it okay. was cool, but like yep. I don't know, nothing about it blew me away. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um, like it wasn't revolutionary. Um, I think they embraced um the fast and furiousness that I think a lot. That... Oh, absolutely! That ga- the game that they, the gameplay demo was super fast and the furious. Oh yeah, and that in a good way as well. Like in a, in a really good way because I mean that thing like fast and furious is very hot right now, and lots of people love it. And it, you just got to look at the, the the sales numbers from those movies and go, all right, this is probably a good idea for us. Um, so basically, the premise is you you play as three different characters uh, over a story campaign. Um, it's set in like a, a Vegas esque city it's not vegas though i don't think it's just some sort of random uh random looking sort of casino city uh you're basically trying to take down this uh like cartel called the house uh which seems fitting enough for a casino town um and yeah you, you're gonna try and stop them for some reason um they're doing some bad stuff how many and... times do you think we'll hear the phrase the house always wins oh it's in that first trailer and then when they announced oh, that the cartel was called the house and i was like yeah okay all right that's gonna get Constantly. overused yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I'm really excited for it because it looks batshit crazy fun. Um, and yeah, it's lots of cars. I, and like I've said, over, especially over the last few weeks, I've said that you know there's been a lack of uh, like arcade racing in my life in the last year or so. So I'm excited to get back 
into some uh some some need for speed action uh and yeah like the the gameplay demo had like had you following like a trailer uh, like a, a semi-trailer truck that had like a, a pretty nice looking car in it um and basically you had to try and take it down and steal that car from the truck that is moving along a highway um so it, it involved a lot of uh taking down a lot of the the other uh, members of the house um which those takedowns gave me a real big uh, Burnout Three takedown vibe, and I'm so happy for that. All the uh, all the slowdowns, I love it. Which yeah, like I, I love Burnout Three takedown. I didn't play it as much as I should have, um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm super keen for this. Um, it comes out this year. I think it's like November. I want to say October, maybe. It's definitely later exactly. It's yeah, holiday it's, season. It's yeah, towards the end of the year. It does have a release date. Um, I, 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 I feel like it's November 11th. I don't know why that number's sticking in my brain. I think there might be another game that's coming out then as well. But um, yeah, I'll definitely be picking that up and uh, playing that one for sure. Um, thank you for humoring me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I said, like it, it, the gameplay demo they showed looked good. Uh, mm. Absolutely cashing in on that Fast and the Furious hype, which makes me oh, think yeah. that hopefully in like about what five or six games we should all be international spies and need to be yeah exactly right? yeah no that's I, exciting I, I wonder how many more how many more games it's going to take for us to drive a car out of a plane that's that's what i'm hoping in, for in about in about five games like the need for speed series will be james bond and it'll be yeah fine. exactly and then we'll have one no, that's no set one in tokyo that no one really likes but yeah, <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> but apparently it's tokyo integral to the storyline <laughs> apparently it's integral to the story anyway. that's the last one i watched probably. oh really See, that was I was like, I'm out, I'm done. This might surprise you. The only one I've ever seen is the first one. Uh, I mean, and I love the first one. but The best one, honestly. Well, yeah, the best one that is about cars. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, apparently from four, four and five onwards, that's when it gets good again. But the cars are sort of like, as a literal vehicle and also as a plot vehicle. So, uh-huh. um, <laughs> that's, yeah, anyway... Uh, on to another announcement. This was something that we none of us knew what, uh, anything about, uh, which was uh, A Way Out. Uh, a Way Out is a game from... Uh, what's it called? What's the company called? I can't remember what they're called. But um, basically the team that made uh, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. I think that's the name of the... Yeah, A Tale of Two Sons. I got it right. Um, wow, my facts are on point today. Uh, yeah. It's a co-op only, uh, two-player co-op only, uh, narrative-driven experience. Um, and I tell you what, the presentation of it looks great. I'm going to say uh, it's a dope for me. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, it, the, basically, the way it plays out, the the, the um, I can't remember his name, Joseph. Someone. I'll be honest, I didn't pay attention to their names. That's not important to me. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's Joseph someone. But I remembered it because he was so passionate about presenting his game. He was so hyped up, but not in like a press conference hype way. He was just like, this is my game I've been working on. I'm so excited for you all to see it. Please. He, has it, like, like, he was like second favorite presenter. Yeah, like yeah. Emotion. Yeah, oh, absolutely. He was there's just a, so a amped. clear winner we'll get to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it's probably like a split, but in the same conference. Um, and yeah, so there's... Uh, you're basically in prison, and you're, you're two people in prison that sort of meet each other while you're while you're uh, stowed away, and you're going to bust out for whatever reason, because you've got 
unfinished business on the outside. So, uh, and it's all presented in like split screen for the entire time. So it's present. It's the developer said he wanted it to be like focus mainly on couch co-op. Um, you can play it online, but he thinks that couch co-op is the way to experience this game, which is really cool. I think for a, a developer to come out and say, this is the way like a couch co-op game. It, it, it's, Completely narrative-driven, and this is the way we want you to experience it. I mean, it, it's not surprising, given Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, and how that played. Albeit, that one was a little bit weirder. Yeah, because uh, it's a cop game yeah. you play with yourself, yeah. Yeah, or, I mean, or you could you could play two people on controller, which I don't see anyone ever doing. Oh, God, yeah, but, no. Um, yeah, it, it looks cool. The The forced split-screen thing is interesting. Yeah, uh, I, I think it I makes like it very... It focuses on, like... But at all point, at all times, you have to be aware of what the other character is doing, basically. Yeah, exactly, cool. and it and it seems like there's different ways to attack different situations as well to to like problem solve. Um, like one involved in like a laundry room in in the prison where basically one of the characters went up and like forced a fight between two other characters, um, and then that made the guard go over there and check that so that the other the other guy could sneak by, or you could steal like a laundry basket and one of you could hide in that while the other person pushed it, and yeah, so there was really different uh ways to to get out and then like it showed later on once you're out of prison as well like stuff like uh driving uh, segments and like cut scenes visiting people uh that are important to your life and yeah i don't know i'm fascinated by this game i'm um, curious like it it seems mm. based off a trail like we're going to obviously go past the prison break and that's where it's going to be interesting yep. like it showed like like highway pursuits and a shootout as well, by the looks of it. So I'm mm, really interested yeah. in this game as on a whole. Yeah, I'm excited to to check out uh, check it out a bit more. So Best I, that, surprise that be... in in EA's conference for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was just came out of nowhere. They're like, because they said that there was like eight, they were going to talk about eight games, and two of them they didn't mention on their list of things because they were the things that sort of um, all the things they listed were stuff that people either expected or we knew about, like. Um, at Need for Speed or the, the all the sports games and Battlefront as well, which we'll get to. All the sports games. All the sports games. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You know, Every all, single one of them. All the sports. Um, yeah, yeah so... Yeah, yeah, they really do. Um, yeah, so uh, I, it's supposed to be, I think, early 2018, I think, is the release window on it. Um, yeah, only a window something. so far. I, I, I know I, I want to play it. I'd like to play it with you, but I'll probably have to do that online, which you can do apparently, it seems. Which is um, good. Which is good, yeah. It still has the option. But I showed I showed my wife the trailer, and I was like secretly hoping that she'd be into it because I'm like, this could be a game that we can play together from start to finish. Uh, and I showed her the trailer, and she's like, that looks really good. And I'm like, great, because it's Catch Co-op, and we're going to play it. So um, it's going to be cool. And, and if the game has these different ways to attack different situations i'll be interested to see how uh like my wife and i attack a problem compared to you and i attacking a different problem maybe oh joel you should be just ready for mayhem <laughs> oh god Karen, i've played enough co-op games i remember playing resistance 2 with you um yeah it was fantastic well no that was that was you that was me wasn't I, it? that was me um oh yeah absolutely it was me it was me being wildcard bitches um oh god yeah, Kyron's like, I'm just going to make sure that, you know, okay, we're going to go ahead. If you go over to the left, right, and I'm like, wild card, ah, shotgun. And, um, yeah. Team Things player, Joel. You're a team yeah, player. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Leroy Jenkins, that bitch. Oh, I hate myself for mentioning that. Uh, 
Okay, moving on from that. Um, there was one more thing that they there was another thing that they announced there that we'll probably talk about in Microsoft's conference because um, it's basically BioWare's new IP, which is called Anthem. They only showed like a uh, like a story trailer for it, really, like a cinematic trailer. Um, I don't know how I felt about that. Like it was just like the teaser trailer, and it's like tune into Microsoft's conference for gameplay. Yeah. It's like, uh... There are a few of those over E3 this year because we'll get to we'll get to when we inevitably talk about Assassin's Creed as well. There was that was a weird thing as well, but um, yeah. So uh, and the last thing they basically said from the start, we're going to end our presentation with half an hour of Battlefront Two, um, and which they did. They had the the voice actor for the 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 main character of uh, of Battlefront 2's story campaign come out and basically um, host that segment of the of the of of the proceedings um and yeah lots of cool stuff uh the game looks great i, I it's a it's a, yoke, uh, a dope from me um <laughs> oh joel i i i nearly wanted to nope this just because it, it was cool but i'm like eh, it's, it's battlefront yeah and when we say that we'll talk about it <laughs> exactly when, when when we say that they were going to do a half an hour on battlefront it was like 10 minutes of this is what like stuff that we already knew and a couple of extra little bits that weren't really imp- overly important and then they basically had like they did last year with battlefield one they had like a um uh 20 v 20 it was like a 40 player match wasn't it it was I it was this, yeah it? it was a big match yeah. on one of their, the, the, one of their uh, the big match of um but it wasn't just it wasn't celebrities this time it was like youtube streamers and people who actually play these games sort of professionally i guess you'd say um which i thought was, was a bit over there yeah, there was. Yeah, Jack Jack from, uh, from Rooster Teeth was there as well. Musalk, Musalk. Yeah, yeah, he's getting a bit there? of screen time as well. Yeah, um, and yeah, it was cool to see sort of like this. Uh, the map that they played looked really, really interesting. Um, the different. Which, okay, hang on. Okay, it did, and we should specify why that's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's uh, it was a because it, it was the prequel map. Yeah, it is. It's feed, so it's Naboo. Yeah. Exactly. So like episode one. Yeah, uh, so I didn't think I'd ever be excited about something related to the prequels. Um, no. Oh, God, but, no. But, man, like, seeing that Naboo Starfighter come in, I was like, all right, yeah, I want to fly that. I, I do have to say, one thing, one thing from, the, like, when they had, like, before they jumped like, jumped into the multiplayer footage, they had, like, that multiplayer trailer. Yep. Little little cute throwing the Roger Roger droid in there. That kind of yeah, because I hate yeah. the Roger Roger droid. <laughs> it was Roger, uh, look, Roger. but the thing like that, that's that's a good indicator whether you like it or not. That's a good indicator that they're sort of. I mean, you can see it from playing the original Battlefront as well. Like, uh, well, the original EA Battlefront that was released two years ago. That's a whole <laughs> other conversation for another time. Um, but yeah, like the, there is a lot of love and care that goes into these games. A lot of these references, a lot of those little. Those little Easter eggs that are littered around everywhere, um, which is cool. Yeah, I mean, it, the guys from Dice spent time talking about that as well. Yeah, they wanted they wanted to the, the worlds and this one, the Star Wars worlds, to feel more lived in because people were asking about destructible environments. Now, like, well, that wouldn't really work in this. So instead of make because destructible environments is, is battlefield, so the yeah. Star Wars are going for like lived in sort of Star Wars filled worlds, which is which is cool. I think it's great. Like, I don't some think Easter eggs and little yeah. things I can pick out and with with something with with source material that's so like f- expansive 
even when even with the stuff that, that's not canon anymore, like if you take that out of the, the equation, the the stuff that is canon, there's still a lot there to draw from, and a lot of just random things that. Like I probably would, I I definitely won't get some of them or like you know, but uh, especially for those like you know hardcore super fan Star Wars fans, which is great. Um, but yeah, like the the map the 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 the, uh, the match that took place was looked interesting. I watched the whole thing. And I was like, this looks really cool. I'm actually on board with it. Um, interesting to see that like hero power ups and like ship power ups aren't like little coins that you collect on the map now, like the first Battlefront game. They're actually, you get, I guess, a currency for playing well or doing things in the match. Um, actually, and like, then, yeah, getting kills, capturing objectives, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and I think there's other things as well that you could do, like different different ways of doing things as well, which is uh, they can, to connect you points as well. Uh, so basically when you respawn, you can spawn in as, a, a, you know, a, a Naboo Starfighter, or you could spawn Always in as... Always Naboo Starfighter. Always spaceship yeah. for myself. Fuck I do yeah, want to say, yeah. though, like, this demo did show us, that, again, assuming this is what it'll be like in the final game, that they're not scared to just, like, to just mess around with a cannon, because I saw in, in that battle on Naboo from episode one, yeah, like, the, the Federation hero was um, uh, Darth Maul. Darth Maul, and like, yeah. The heroes was Ray from episode seven. I'm like, sure, yep. why not? Boba Fett was sure. there as well. Like, you yeah, know, Boba it was... Fett and Darth Maul hanging out. Yep. <laughs> Uh, like, which is cool. I like that. It kind I do, of goes I like to that. that. It, it goes to that. Like, I mean, I liked it in Battlefront One. They they kind of were a little restrictive in that in some ways because, like, some of the maps, like, it, it just, depending on what map you you're on, would sort of determine what kind of pickups you would get. Like, if you were playing like the Rogue One DLC, you'd, it'd be like Ray or Krennic or things like that. Um, but yeah, this, it's sort of embracing that, which I think, from what I can tell uh, from you guys about like the Dragon Ball's universe. Like, you know, what if we just put these two characters together? What would that be like? You know? And you get to sort of yeah. play that out, which is cool. It's also worth mentioning that it brings back, like, a class system as well, which is neat. Yes. Yeah, which is really cool. So, like, different types of classes you can play as. Um, man, I'm pretty I'm pretty, I'm pretty, pretty amped for this game. And the most I'm important good. thing, Joel. Mm-hmm. Free DLC. Exactly. So all the post-launch DLC is going to be, uh, I think they're doing it in like seasons. I think is the way they described it. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I honestly see this game lasting until episode nine, which reminds me if they did reveal like the first piece of free DLC will be for episode eight as well. Which makes sense. Cause they did the same thing with uh, episode seven and, and yeah. battlefront one, which, yep, that makes sense. Um, so we would have added in like a, I forget which planet it is, but it's one of the ones from the trailer. And mm. it'll add in uh, Finn and Captain Phasma as heroes. That's right. Oh, well, actually, interesting as well. Like, they started off the whole Star Wars thing with like the tweets that basically spawned the fact of uh, you could argue spawned the reason why we're getting a single player campaign, which was uh, John Boyega saying, "Hey, EA, when are fans going to get to play a story piece of DLC or a piece of story in Battlefront?" Um, and which I thought was kind of cool. And then they sort of went the next level and had him sort of appear via video message saying, hey, I'm going to be there, and also Finn's going to be in the game, and uh, it's going to be awesome. So it was kind of cool to see John Boyega there hanging out on And screen. Phasma will, will supposedly be in the game, probably just getting put in a trash bin or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just surrendering immediately. At least they won't have to, they won't have to play, uh, what's her name, Gwendolyn Christie much money for like voice lines because you probably <laughs> have like three. That's like, that's like a half hour in the booth. Like, you know, you're Pretty done. Cheap. 
Yeah. Probably even just like give her a small fee and rip them from Game of Thrones. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just like piece it all together. Like those like fucking videos on YouTube that people make people singing songs, but like taking words from different speeches <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. It's just that. Um, yeah. But that's, that's pretty much EA's wrapped up. Anything else you want to wrap up about that one? Not really. Like I, I do want to say that I was actually pretty surprised at how not awful EA's presentation was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was, it was a it bit was of a, a, yeah, it was improved over last year. Yeah, I think it was a bit of a common thread with a lot of the, the the conferences. I think a lot of them took a very close look at Sony's and the response to Sony's from last year, and sort of adopted it themselves, which was a good thing, really. It made, it had an interesting implication for Sony's as well. Well, like yeah, conference it did, but we'll get to that. Um, so are we going to score these conferences, Karen? Do you think? Uh, I don't know about scores, but just just give an overall impression. Yeah, we, we could, yeah. I guess we could just like we could give it the whole the whole conference, but dope or nope. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like they're uh, all going to be dope, honestly. I think so. Yeah, I think they were all pretty good. Um, there's one that's a nope. Yeah, yeah, there is. Which is next? Um, yeah, look, I I think Ea did a really good job this year. I think it was it was very relaxed. Sometimes it was a little too relaxed. Um. So sort of, there was some weird like prompter stuff with um oh yeah the, that the YouTube guy for the Nivis Speed presentation it was a bit weird yeah I I have felt so bad for him I was like oh my heart is breaking for him um and he he did the best he could and he he pulled it back as best he could um so but uh yeah I I, I think it was a good thumbs up for uh, for EA and I I hope they keep going with this trend of actually not talking about numbers not talking about Get fucking what's his name? That Australian CEO of EA just—he makes me uncomfortable. I'm giving him thumbs up for just not showing people at desks. That's true. There was there was one desk though. I think there was, but like nowhere near as much as there was last year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there was. It wasn't like you know we're going to talk about Star Wars next, and it was all people at desks. Um, Yeah, talking about how much I love making a Star Wars game. It's like yeah, I, I would love to see a Star Wars game. Exactly. Oh. It's like, I, I would have loved being able to make a Star Wars game. Like, sure, like anyone who likes Star Wars, well, we get it, you're fans. Like, most of the people in the world are. Um, but yeah, no, good work, EA. Uh, thumbs up from me. So, let's move on to our next one, which is going to be a very short conversation. <laughs> um, uh, Bethesda, uh, this is their third year they're doing, of doing a press conference, I think. Um, yes. And... Look, let's just come out the gate and say they've get, they've gotten worse progressively each year. Uh, okay, here's the thing for this one. I honestly, honestly think that this, like, Bethesda's press conference this year was built around being there because they had that whole weird theme park thing. Yeah. Which I'm sure was, like, great to tack on to the actual presentation itself. But Absolutely. for those at home who were watching, like, the presentation alone was just like, why? It didn't seem... It didn't seem worth the amount of time and effort put into putting that on from someone sitting yeah. at home. But I, yeah, like you said, I've heard from people who actually went to the event and were like, this was fucking cool. And it looked, I've seen photos and stuff. I'm like, yeah, they're going the whole, the, yeah, the Bethesda land theme park thing. looks really cool. Uh, which I love from the, um, uh, the invite as well, which they used throughout the presentation as well, which I liked. They sort of stuck with that. I did not like. See, you didn't like it. I kind of no. liked it. It made me interested still in the other stuff that I probably wouldn't have been interested in. It would have normally. worked had it just been like a digital presentation like Nintendo do. But because it was like, 
weird like spaceship flies here to there then cutting to pete hines on stage to talk for a little bit then showing the gameplay i was just like what are you yeah yeah that's true actually um yeah, they, they could have cut the Pete Hines stuff out of it and just made it, it was a video. A bit, it was, was a bit yeah. janky. It should have just been a digital presentation. Bit janky, bit janky, yeah. And then have like have people in the theatre watching that live on stage. Like have yeah. Pete Hines come out at the start, do the intro, and then cut to the video. Cause, yeah, because we don't need to see the Pete Hines part at all. No, 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 no. Exactly. We've seen Pete Hines in the flesh, so it's fine. Um, yeah, he's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. I do like him. And that's why I keep rooting for Bethesda. Um, But having said that, there were, there were two important things that were announced. Um... But, look, let's just run through a whole bunch of the stuff. Fallout 4 VR, Doom VR, which I appreciate that Doom's is called Doom uh, VFR, which I thought was pretty funny. I don't think it looks fun, though. I'd I'd be interested to play it, but, like, I mean, I'm not going to because I don't have a VR headset, so there's no point. So it's a note for me. Um, If you're interested in those, they're coming at some point. Uh... Bethesda's Creation mm. Club. Bethesda Basically, will never stop trying to make money off of mods. Yeah, just won't well, happen. Well, I mean, why, why would, why wouldn't they try and do that? Try and get some coin out of that. I mean, they're still ringing, as we can tell from not just this presentation, but multiple presentations, that they're still fucking ringing money out of Skyrim. Um, but yeah, it's basically a pay. Uh, you buy, you use real money to buy credits, which you can use to buy mods. So, Bethesda themselves have come out to clarify that the reason like this is all going down is like so people will submit the mods and the Bethesda themselves will like QA and play test them and all that. But I still they're just trying to make money off of mods. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, which you know I mean good on them, but it's I don't think it's going to get a lot of positive press to be honest. But I think it'll anyway. ha- it'll happen like it happened last time where people turned against the idea. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, it's a note for me because I just I don't care about it. Um. Oh, we saw Skyrim on Switch. Yep, it's like look for me. It's not. It's not a. It's not a dope for sure. Like it's something that I'm probably gonna pick up because I never played Skyrim. And if I could just play it, like fuck around with it while I'm sitting on the couch, I'm like in handheld mode. Sure. Um, but they showed off like motion controls and oh. amiibo support, which, oh. which, which great. Like amiibo support. Like, oh, cool, I can have, like, the Hylian shield and the Master Sword. That looks great. Then they, like, cut to showing, like, the character wearing, like, Link's tunic, which looked fucking awful. It was bad. It was it garbage. Was bad. Anyway, that's nope. Anyone, anything you want to say about that? Uh, I'm scared about Amiibo mm-hmm. stuff. Hopefully it's just that one. It's just that one. I mean, I'm not getting it anyway because I've I've done my time in Skyrim. I've yep. done my time. Yeah, I think, well, that's that's the thing. Like, the only reason I'm vaguely interested is because I never played it. So, and I'm like, well, I probably should. I was always interested in playing it, but I just never did. So, to be able to play it on the go and just, like, fuck around with it while I'm watching a podcast and not really pay attention to it all that much, yeah, sure, why not? Um, the thing I find funny about Skyrim is I remember back when the actual Switch was revealed in that video and they showed Skyrim running on it, and people were like, who cares about Skyrim going to Switch? Like, that game's six years old now. Bethesda cares apparently because Skyrim is what they're selling. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It appeared. I hope at, you like Skyrim. It, it appeared at multiple conferences. I still, still. And anyway, based on what Pete Hines is saying, like Elder Scrolls Six is, uh, it's a long way off. So get used to oh, Skyrim God, yeah. for a bit longer, I guess. 
God, yeah, they're gonna because 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 God knows fucking Elder Scrolls Online is not making them probably as much money as they want it to. Um, right, what you say. Yeah. That popped up in this conference, but it did pop let's up. Not talk about it. We're not going to bother with it because we don't. Same care. for the card game. I don't. It's adding a Skyrim yeah, Elder, expansion. Elder Scrolls Legends, sure, whatever. That's fine. It's Skyrim again. Yay! Anyway, uh, Dishonored's getting a new so a new adventure. So it's, it seems like it's a standalone. It is, it is standalone story, DLC. which is which is cool. Um, it's a nope from me because I didn't even really get through Dishonored one. Not because I didn't like it; I just never finished it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's cool. And the trailer looked great. Um, so that's the thing about Dishonored, like Arcane, Arcane are good at what they do. I, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I liked Dishonored 1 and I liked what I played a Prey. I never got to Dishonored 2 just because of time. Yeah. Uh, it's, it'll be a note for me, but I will say that I really like this trend of doing standalone DLC. Absolutely. I mean, Sony did the same thing with the Uncharted one, but... Because um, you know what, I didn't have time for this on it too. But when this comes out, I'll probably pick this up. Yeah, like it's it's cool. Like, um, yeah, like just to, to, it's it's almost like a like a paid demo, I guess. If you price it accordingly, if you make it like a thirty thirty five dollar game, and people will go, yeah, all right, I'll check that out. Like even forty bucks is like, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a go. Um, and you can jump in, and if they like that, then they go, oh, cool, I've played this sort of little bite sized piece of what that game's about maybe i'll go and check out the rest of the series so um, it, it can work both ways like the people who played those those games already are obviously going to pick it up because yeah probably invested in it so um yeah it's cool it's uh, it's coming out this year as well and it's called death of oh, death of the outsider um but then we come to the two most important things to come out of bethesda absolutely which, and one of them which, i would argue is more important than the other well yeah i look up pretty pretty intrigued by both of them um so which one do you want to tackle first then uh i guess we should do it in order shouldn't we all right let's do let's do it in order then so that means uh the evil within 2 was uh revealed finally um it had now, been rumored for I, a long time yep before we get into these two things it's probably worth mentioning that like the morning of or the day before this press conference Retail listings leaked both of them. Yeah, look, man, because Bethesda <sighs> wanted to get their pre-order money. Yep, and I mean, like, yeah, they've only got themselves to blame for that. But like, it still sucks. It was so this E3 was just full of holes. Couldn't keep couldn't keep a glass of water safe. Like, oh, oh, oh boy, one of, them, one of them could. That's true. That's true. Luckily, that's the last one we're going to talk about. Um, so the Evil Within Two, it's coming out this year. Um, we got a on Friday, Friday the thirteenth. Perfect of October as well, the month of Halloween. Yep. So like, it's just it's a, a, a perfect storm for that. That, um, that game cannot be delayed. Like that has to ship on that no, date. <laughs> it has to ship on that date. And I mean, it's Bethesda. It's probably going to. Oh yeah. For better yeah. or worse, it's it's going to ship on that date because if there's one thing that Bethesda are good at, it's sticking to a fucking date. It's meeting dates. <laughs> yep, yep. They are good at hitting deadlines. Like they know when to talk about something and when not to talk about something. And it, I, I, you gotta, you gotta give him credit for that. Uh, but man, I never played the first Evil Within. I wanted to because it seemed like a horror game that I could play because it was more atmospheric than jump scary, and I could deal with that. Um, That's fine. yeah, Evil Within One is a game that I never finished, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But I will, I'll finish it before I play the second one. But uh, it's very cool. Like obviously, if you like Shinji Mikami stuff, you will dig it. 
because yep. it's so Mikami. It's it's insane. I love it. Uh, this one seems to be promising larger areas straight up at the gate because so obviously open, like outdoor areas and things. Yeah, even within one, like a lot of the areas you would get to and kind of be kind of go through it and be done, and you wouldn't see it again. Yep. So I like the idea of staying in areas longer and sort of getting to know them better because that even that that is in a way a better way to make a survival horror game because there's nothing worse than an area you spend more time in and you get comfortable and that's when they can they can get a good scare in on you and they can fuck with you yeah absolutely um yeah look this the the the, the trailer for it was awesome probably one of my it was very like, cool one of my favorite trailers from the whole of E3 this year like it was really fucking good um and i had that, i love yeah i love like the the wax stuff like where he would oh. get pulled into it or like when his hand stuck out of a wax and then like snapped back into the opposite direction yeah or like, like when he like uh, like oh. emerged out of the wax and it was like two hands bringing him down and like a fucking tentacle like oh Joel, it, the, the only way the only way out is to go back in exactly um so i know nothing about the first game i i'm i'm it's a trip. I'm in the process of picking it up. Like I'm, I'm gonna go pick it up. I, it was between that and the uh, the prequel to the next game we'll talk about, and I ended up going with that prequel um, in the end. But yeah, I'm definitely interested in playing The Evil Within. I, I always I have been since it came out, but I think it came out at a time where there was something else I was playing, and I just never got around to it. It just sort of fell by the wayside. But now there's a new sequel coming out, and I mean, that trailer sold the first game to me, and this new game. Oh, boy. Oh. Yeah, well, I've shown snippets of gameplay, and there's some amazing monster design in there, but yeah. it's just horrifying. I can't oh. wait. That, and that's why I, I like, that's the type of horror that I like. That's why I like Bloodborne because I like the, it's this weird, eerie, creepy, unsettling atmosphere, um, and it's not just things jumping out at me going boo. Like I hate that one because I think it's lazy, and two because I can't handle that. So <laughs> um, it's fine in, in certain aspects, and those games still like do it. Like I'm, I love Dead Space, and it still has jump scares in it, but they're few and far between. And every time one happened, I'd go oh, I'd freak out, and it wasn't building to one. I think that's the problem is the suspense building up to something. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited for Evil Within 2. I was excited for you as well when I heard about this as well. You're getting another well, yeah, Shinji like Mikami it, game. Like it, well, that's the thing. Oh, I've got to have to pull it up. He's not actually directing this one. Oh, okay. It's, I'm going to double check it because like, I remember reading this and, and it still sounds like he's, I think he's executive producing it. Producing it. Yeah, surely he'd have like a pretty pretty heavy hand in it i think he's got like one of his protégés on it oh which actually, honestly that makes sense is exciting because that means that he's probably doing something else and i want to know what it is <laughs> yeah i'm gonna quickly look it up to make sure i'm not talking down my ass yep do, 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 do. i can't find anything I can't find anything we'll take you for it we'll take you for it that's fine but yeah it's fine it's a dope from me but uh yeah Looks yeah, like no, it's definitely. Like, I'm super keen for it. Yes, uh, and the last thing that they closed out the show with was another game that we pretty much knew was coming uh, since last year, actually, <laughs> to be honest. And since again, the... then the retail leaks happened. Exactly, so then it got confirmed. Um, uh, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus. Uh, didn't know it was going to be a, like a direct, like a sequel, which makes sense, I guess, because I think The Old Blood is sort of like a weird spin-off that's still kind it's, of related, it's... but not... The old blood is basically like 
what that Dishonored thing is. Like, it's a standalone DLC. Thing. Oh, okay, cool. Right, okay. Because it looked a little bit more schlocky. It looked a little bit more... Like, if you look at the art, like, the, the cover art for The Old Blood, it looked very, like, kind of almost like a Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. Yeah, it's route. like a mini campaign. Hmm, yeah, which is cool. Um, But, yeah, like, I played a, a fair bit of the first Wolfenstein, like, by Bethesda, uh, and I really liked it. The only reason I didn't finish it is because it was I was playing it on PS3. It was before I had a PS4, and man, that game looks rough on PS3. Uh, you mm. see these like cutscenes that look great, and then you go back to the game and it looked like pretty trash. Um, so I picked it, it up. Didn't look that bad. Uh, it didn't look that bad to be honest, but like it was very jarring. I think going from those cutscenes into gameplay. Um, See, I, I had no issue with it because I've been playing Square Enix games for decades. <laughs> so I'm used to like going from gorgeous cutscenes to like, whoa, what is that? What uh, is... That's, that's a very good point. Um, but yeah, I picked up the first one again. Uh, I got it for like 15 bucks. So I was like, why why wouldn't I buy that? Um, and I'm, I'm enjoying it again. It was... It, it sort of paved the way for Doom, I feel. I think without... That Wolfenstein remake and the response that it got, I don't think we would have got a remake of Doom or like a new I mean, Doom reboot was, of Doom. Doom was cooking for a while. That's true, I suppose, yeah. There, there was a Doom 4, as far as I recall, that mm. basically was like, not nah, start again. And that's how we got yep. the Doom Scrap we got. It. Yeah, which is great. But um, yeah, it's cool. Like I, mean, I had like all the tropes from like the original, like those old style first-person shooter games, like, dual-wielding and all sorts of stuff, but added things like uh, the, skill, the skill tree was really interesting, how you could basically unlock the skills that you want by playing the way you want. So you just unlock them by playing. It'd give you, like, a little objective. It'd say, all right, if you want to unlock this skill, like, say, the first one was one of the first ones is, like, if you want to get the knife throw takedowns, you have to do three normal stealth takedowns. And once you've done that, it unlocks that skill. And then it'll give you another objective. It's sort of this sort of like carrot on a stick um, way of dealing with a skill tree, which I thought was really cool. Um, but this trailer, holy shit. This trailer is bonkers. Like, I, I didn't think it could get any crazier or at least as crazy as the Evil Within 2 trailer. And then we got eight and a half minutes of just Nazi killing fun. Um, there's a really there is one tra- part of that trailer that sucks. Yeah, and it's that really jarring cutaway in the in the diner. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Presumably just... because like the second that Nazi finishes his sentence, he's gonna eat that that shake in the face in a most oh, yeah. violent manner. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was just weird, like to to cut that where it was to go straight to a different scene. I was like, aha. Uh-huh. I did. Yeah. And what? there was a couple, there was a couple of seconds of like, Oh God, this is, and then, and then like, I sort of was back into it again, but yeah, there was, yeah. It, it's rough. Um, but yeah, fucking hell. Like, I mean, BJ Blazkowicz is back. Um, he's dealing with a whole manner of different things, be, becoming a, potentially becoming a father. Um, he's got that them. suit that it was, was apparently a big deal. I haven't finished the first game, so I don't know how why it's important. But yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna plow through it. I, I think next week's episode I'll, I'll probably talk a little bit more about the first one because that's what I've been playing. But um, yeah, it's uh, it ended with like a like a, a soldier dropping acid and seeing like a weird cartoon <laughs> chameleon, which what like what the fuck. I'll, I want to play as that character. Yeah, I, I want to. I want to see 
there's obviously a reason that's in that trailer and it's the end of the trailer as well so i mean i mean lsd LSD will be in the game yeah exactly it's um well that's the important thing as well it's set in america so exactly um the, the nazis are still still winning that war looks like they definitely won um, and that's the other, the, the, the start of the trailer starts off with like a live action TV show, um, oh, called Liesel. It was so weird, but I loved it. I loved it so much. Um, oh boy, it was so good. And then sort of went through like, like different types of, uh, like TV shows that you would have seen around that time era in, in America, but like Nazi influenced, um, like and then, uh, what what was the name of the game show that they were playing? It was like, oh, it was German or something. German or nothing or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. I thought it was a really interesting put together trailer, and I thought it was a good way to finish that that presentation. But uh, yeah, that's that's definitely a dope for me. Like I'm on board. Yeah, it looks cool. Like I said, I haven't finished the first one, so I, if before I even look at this one, I'd have to look in the bat. Yeah, but yeah. It, it looks cool. And Let's... look, I'm not against shooting Nazis. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. Well, that that brings us to the end of Bethesda's conference. Yeah, their conference is a thumbs down. Why yeah. bother? I think it's it was it was it had its moments. It was good. I think it would have been better if you were there. Um, but yeah, as someone sitting at home, I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> when's Microsoft? When's Microsoft start? Um, <laughs> It's, yeah, uh, yeah, rough. But, I mean, we had to have one that was not, not, not as good. But, uh, Karen, moving on now to Microsoft's conference. Ooh. This is an interesting one. Because I really like this conference. Like, a lot. Um, it had its moments that were not great, but, um... They came out the gate swinging, and like we've said before, and many people have said that they needed to come out of the gate swinging, and I feel like they did. I feel like they they delivered on that. Um, they came out by saying we're going to show like 40, 45 games today. Twenty two of them are going to be some sort of exclusive, which is still a bit of a really grey area. Oh god, I hated that. Um, but I guess the, the the most important thing was they they announced the what Project Scorpio is, which is the Xbox One X. Which, as as I'm sure many people have pointed out, but just in case you haven't realized it yet, I will remind you that it's the Xbox One X, which abbreviates mm-hmm. to Xbox and infuriates yep. me. Yep, yep. It's oh, um, damn it, Microsoft. <laughs> it's a pretty dumb name. I thought we were over that. Right. I, I thought we were over that after the Xbox One S. Like it, like it barely works for Apple, and I think even Apple are going away from that now as well. By putting like, that's a letter thing. at the end, I don't think it's different. Like with the Xbox One S out there, why would you put an Xbox out called the Xbox One X? Like that's but it's, that's confusing. But it's the Xbox One family, Karen. That's what <sighs> they're going for. It's the Xbox One family. Um, look, I we, we are we are we are probably on record as saying is not that we're not fans of Microsoft, but we're not as heavily invested in Microsoft or Xbox. So probably preface that. Um, but having said that, I thought the conference was really great. I think, yeah, the console was probably the least exciting part for me. Um, it's going to be, it was like 599 No, 499 it's, it's like, 
US. That's yeah. US dollars. So it's like, yeah. I think it's 625 Australian. Yeah. Which is honestly, it's not too bad. I mean, it's pretty powerful. Yeah, just just but, shell up extra money and build a PC. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's going to be more, it's going to have more functionality than a, than a than a console. Uh, just get an Xbox One S at a stupid price now. Um, They're going real cheap. Yeah. Real cheap. Karen, oh, Karen, I know. I know they are. And I've got planning a trip to Japan this year, and I, I can't. I, I'm well aware of the fact. Um, but they had a whole bunch of stuff um, about uh, Xbox One games getting Xbox One X upgrades. Uh, so post patches and things like that um similar to how how games got pro support basically yeah pretty much um it look it looks like a good console if you want to spend that money if you haven't bought an xbox yet and you 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 care about and you've got a 4k tv and all sort of stuff as well it's probably gonna be something that you're into but uh for me personally i'm like it's a no it's a bit yeah, of a... i mean it's very cool that they're adding xbox like original xbox backwards compatibility yeah, um, that's, that's up really that. cool. That's awesome because Sony are dropping the fucking ball all over the show. They're dropping the ball yeah. and then stepping on it and then pissing on it and then let, lighting it on fire and then taking the bump on up, it. That's going to come up in this conference discussion. <laughs> mm, anyway. But, uh, so, so yeah, Xbox One X is coming out November 7. Uh, it looks cool. I don't. After this conference, I still don't quite know what the point of it is because, again, because of Play Anywhere... A lot of his games will run on PC, yeah. and instead of spending like that extra couple of hundred on a better Xbox, why wouldn't you just go all in on a PC, which is just more useful? Yeah, but it's I guess it's cool the options there. I don't know. I just don't know. I guess look, uh, yeah, it's for that that sort of like very specific market of people who aren't as heavily into nerdy video games and, and nerdy shit that would want to build a PC. They probably don't have the know how to build a PC. But they also really care about how sick Madden looks. I mean, like, you get, there are some good options for free built like towers and stuff, though. So that's I, true, yeah, I guess. I yeah. Um. Mm, yeah, I guess it's it's hard. But but those pre built ones usually come with at a higher price tag as well, though. Sometimes, but it depends yeah. on how fancy you go. Honestly. Yeah. True. Uh, then they kicked off the show with a car reveal. Oh God! They had a car on stage, Karen. Um, this is for, for I tuned out for the car. I was like, I'm, I'm out. I'm done. Look, look, I'm, I'm someone bored. who likes cars. Uh, and that car looked really nice, but they were fucking super amped on that car. They were like, oh yeah. Oh, this is of course. Are. Yeah, exactly. This was of course, uh, in relation to, uh, Forza Motorsport 7. Um, which I mean, it looked, it looked like a Forza game, which is good. Um, driving simulators aren't really my thing. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I, I, I dabbled in GT and... I tried GT and I just I couldn't get it. I didn't. It didn't click. So I was like, "Cool, I'm done." Yeah, I'm out. yeah. Like, and I, I I keep going. Like, maybe I'll try again, but nah. I'd rather I'd rather play Horizon, like Forza Horizon, than I would Forza Motorsport. So it's a note for me. It's yeah. coming out this year. Um, uh, I'm with you. This year? Looks yeah. gorgeous. It does. It looks stunning. Like you can't deny that the game looks fucking phenomenal. But uh, this now has a Porsche. P- but yeah, this is there. For the first time ever, there's a portion. Yeah, cool. All right. Um, this next one was a bit of a surprise. I didn't expect yeah, this one. Yeah, it's a dope at the gate, honestly. Yeah, fucking oath. Like, I never played the original games, but uh, Metro Exodus um, got announced with a really cool trailer. Um, 
fuck. Like, I, I haven't played the first, like, I haven't played uh, 2088, is it? Or uh, 2033. 2033. Um, or, uh, what was last the other light. one? Last Light. <laughs> I wanted to say Last Light, but I thought I, I got confused with Dying Light, and I'm like, no, that's not right. <laughs> so um, I never played 2033, but uh, I played a lot of Last Light, and it's a very, very cool game. Uh, yeah. I like the way that it has the bullets as the economy, the world's interesting. Uh, yeah, very fun, and excited that it's getting a new installment, because after the whole THQ debacle, and then like we barely got Last Light, I was worried yeah. for a while there that it was just not going to happen again, but here we are. Yeah, Metro. and it's, it's it looks like it's train based, <laughs> which I thought yeah, was like really a, cool, like a mobile HQ, which is yeah definitely an awesome idea. Yeah, like uh, the 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 the, uh, the trailer, which was basically like a, a, a demo, I guess. Yeah, it was um, it was gameplay by the looks of it, like really nailing that atmosphere. Mm, Just yeah, a gorgeous and unsettling world to explore for sure. Yeah. That was, uh, I think, one of the allies, Easy Allies, said that those the creatures in that trailer looked like they could exist in real life. Mm. Like they looked like they could be things that, if there was some sort of like catastrophic event, that th- that could spawn. And uh, I was like, yeah, that's true, actually. Like, which was horrifying to think about, but uh, yeah, it's really cool. It was also cool the way they showed like a few things in the gameplay as well. Like they reconfirmed the like the oxygen timer on your wristwatch. Ah, uh, okay. So like for when you swap out your oxygen tanks, and right. like when the gun jammed on was also very cool. Mm, Makes me think yeah. that maybe firing wildly is not a great solution. Yeah, which uh, I mean, bullets are your money, so it's yeah, don't waste them. Don't fuck them up. Yeah, like and I, the the Metro series has always been sort of like very survival based. And like, yeah, like in some aspects, pretty hardcore about it, about it as well, which is cool. Um, which I think was one of the things that sort of always turned me off a little bit. Um, just cause I'm a bit of a, bit of a bitch. Um, <laughs> Metro but, Last Light had a good stealth system. Right. Okay, cool. So awesome. I'm hoping that's back in Exodus, but yeah, no, that, the game looked really cool. Yeah. So that was a bit of a surprise. I mean, they just, they just put out a trailer. That was it. Um, I was like, what is this? And then I saw like him look at his watch and I'm like, I've seen that before. I've seen Brendan play that. Your housemate. <laughs> I I've seen that. it's Metro. Uh so that was a that was a cool little reveal. I was like, I wonder what this is. This looks interesting. Oh, it was a, it, okay. It was a nice surprise. I didn't did not yeah. see it coming. Yeah, pretty early on in the show. Um Then we gotta look at Assassin's Creed Origins. Yeah, I think we save Assassin's Creed Origins for Yep. Soft, really. Yep. It's still not going to change my my answer. Um, <laughs> the Deep Rock Galactic. This is a trailer for some weird sort of like co-op adventure with dwarves. I don't know. It's a note because I don't know anything about it. So yeah, I, cool. I mean, I guess it's a note for me. The trailer didn't really explain much. Um, this cool next one, cool, cool song playing in the trailer. Though. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Um. I sort of half tuned out from that trailer. I don't actually remember it that much. I need to watch it again. <laughs> um, the next one's kind of like kind of important, but I, it's probably going to be a note from me. Um, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds is coming to Xbox One, which is pretty big deal. Um, still, probably a note from me because I'd be interested in playing it <laughs> eventually if it came to PS4 because it seems like a fun game. I think the the thing with Player Unknown's Battlegrounds is that it's a fun game to watch other people play 
Yeah, I mean, for that, okay, let's let's just say this: going into E three, I definitely felt like one either Sony or Microsoft was going to get like this game for the console. For sure. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's um, been so popular, and you kind of you have to get it out soon to really yeah. capitalize on its its still ongoing popularity. And Microsoft is doing it. Like, it's coming later this year, apparently, and yeah. they'll probably make a bucket load of cash off of it. And the fact that it's, like, it, you know, it's made by one dude, pretty much, and they probably, like, Microsoft probably would have been, like, both companies would have been, like, shoveling money at, at this one dude, and he obviously would decide to go with Microsoft, which, fair enough. Um, but, yeah, that, that's kind of a big deal. I I like watching people play that game, but, like, it's stressful watching it. Um which, if you don't know about Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, because I don't think we've ever talked about it on the show that much, but it's basically Battle it's Royale. Battle Royale. <laughs> uh, yeah, Battle Royale, Hunger Games, like that's anything like that. It's 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 like that. Um, we basically kill or be killed. Uh, once you're dead, you're dead. Uh, last player standing wins. Uh, Difference so that, being, and what I what I actually do like about it is the fact that it the battle like the actual battle area shrinks or changes over time. So, like, you yeah. can't just hunker down for an hour and just stay there. You've got to be moving, and yeah, that's really neat. It, it, it reminds me of Hunger Games, too. Yeah. The, the second Hunger exactly. Games. <laughs> it's the same thing. Uh, they've got to keep moving around that circle. Um, yeah, which is really cool. Uh, State of Decay 2. I, I played a bit of the first one. It was cool. The trailer for this one looked interesting. But yeah, it's a note. We'll move on. It's coming out next year. Uh, Minecraft. This is the big this, one, Joel. This year's Minecraft was actually pretty interesting. After last year's fucking clusterfuck. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's... So, Minecraft is going, like, cross-platform. Properly, like, fully multi-platform. Like, legit cross-platform. Except for one. What one's yeah, that one, Kyron? Well, okay, let's, let's, let's just start off by what they did show us. They showed us a trailer. Right. And, it, they, and they talked about like crossplay will be featured between tablets and VR and Windows 10 PCs and consoles. And when yep. I say consoles, they showed an actual Switch in yep. the trailer. Yeah, so the Nintendo was... Switch will be crossplay. Yeah, the Nintendo Switch appeared at Microsoft's conference, which was uh, awesome. Albeit, I was so happy. It was it was so cool. It, it was it was it was made out of Minecraft bricks, but still, it looked awesome. Um, that was a really good trailer. I really liked that. It was fun. Uh, it's, they also it's coming, revealed some yeah. stupid texture pack that I don't care about. Yeah, it's just going to make the game look kind of prettier, um, but whatever. Um, but yeah, so it's it's going... To, uh, the way they're doing it is with using Realms, aren't they? Oh, Realms is involved. I don't have it, like the full specifics. And, you, and it will also use like Xbox Live accounts, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so and apparently on the Switch you sign into Xbox Live on your switch. So yes. that's interesting to think about that. You're signing into an Xbox live account whilst using your Nintendo console. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's kind of neat. Uh, apart from the fact that Sony decided not to jump on board. Yeah. Uh, well, according to Jim Ryan, they're too busy. They're worried about the children, Joel, the children. Oh, won't someone please think of the children. Got to keep them safe in the Sony infrastructure. They may have oh. got to worry about their install base. The, do they do they know that the internet exists? That exists everywhere. Yeah. Look. Okay, so here's the thing. Now that we know that you 
it sounds like you've got to log into Xbox Live. That might be the reason why. But yeah, yeah. There's another game that's also offering crossplay, though, that's they're still not on, on board with, which is exactly. making it sort of like a... That's probably not the problem, because, yeah. No, th- th- I feel like, like until that, ha- that that second game was talked about, I, th- I feel like that Sony would have used that as an excuse. It was like, well, we don't want to sign into Xbox accounts on our on our infrastructure. And it's like, all right, well, I can kind of see where you're coming from there because you want this fucking stupid bullshit 1990s console war to keep going. So, because mm-hmm. it is, it's, it's like we're going back to the old days in Nintendo versus Sega. Like, like one, one throws shit at the other and the other one like wipes it off and goes, well, actually we're doing this. And then everyone re- like regales that one. And then two years later, they turn around and throw shit back at the other one. And it's like, well, did you, neither of you learn anything from this? this whole process yeah. uh, video game video video games go in cycles man yeah that's true they really do um but let's talk about something happy Kyron. especially for you this is you can take the floor on this one Kyron. okay this one's so all you. the next thing was actually a game that uh a pre- like, i wish it had been a surprise i really do a press release came out late last week that revealed that Arc System Works were making a goddamn Dragon Ball Z fighting game. Yeah. Which, of course, made the internet lose its damn mind. Oh, yeah. Uh, then in, in Microsoft's press conference, they revealed Dragon Ball Fighters. Which, uh, if, you don't, if you're not familiar with Arc System Works, you've probably, you've probably either seen or played one of the other games. They made the Guilty Gear series, Blaze Blue, uh, Persona 4 Arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that other one I'm forgetting can't remember oh, what is it yeah I can't think of it it's one other one yep but anyway yeah so they made those fighting games very flashy gorgeous art and just so stylish and they're making a Dragon Ball fighting game and the gameplay looks so damn good yeah it does it does I look I, I'm not super into it because just for me personally just because I never I, didn't, I don't have that emotional attachment to Dragon Ball Z um, I still like it when I've watched it. I haven't watched a whole lot, and I still like. I still know who the characters are, and I know a bit about it. But I don't have that like childhood nostalgia attachment to it that a lot of people do, and I, I totally get it because I have that attachment to other things. So I totally get the hype for this game, and it does look fucking gorgeous. But um, yeah, this, I was like, this is all you, dude. This is this is your time to shine in, in Microsoft's part. Yeah, well, I mean. It, it... It's really a game that's hard to describe. I honestly recommend watching any of the gameplay trailers or like there's like matches, like full videos of a match out there right now. But to, I guess, try to summarize it, it's uh, 3v3. So it's sort of like Marvel vs. Capcom 3 was like where you've got your character and you've got two reserves and they can be called in for assists and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the combat, again, if you if you haven't played like Blaz Blue or any of that or Guilty Gear, it's very, very... Uh, I don't know what the best way to phrase it is. I guess technical, because it's like... Yeah. But there, there usually is pretty forgiving, like, easy modes as well, I think. If I yeah. recall correctly. I think the, Persona the, 4 are, Arena definitely had that. Yeah, there are ways to sort of get better at them. But, like, they're very... Yeah. They're pretty hardcore, like, in terms of fighting games. Like, they're like the, they're like the Dark Souls of, of fighting, like, 2D fighters, I guess you'd say, maybe. Like, if you wanted to put some sort of yeah. label on it. Definitely I mean, there's, people there's, who are really hardcore about that 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 sort of genre. There's going to be a very clear divide between people who are good at this game and people who aren't. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. God, yeah. And watching they people haven't... who are good at this game is going to be insane. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's just it's worth watching the, the videos for it because if you have watched Dragon Ball Z, they just get it all so right. 
Mm. Like the way that the the auras look when they power up and like the special intros they have when they start the fight and whenever you swap fighters like they clash in the middle and bounce back to their reset positions and just little things like uh Frieza fired a shot a blast at Goku and Goku deflected it and it's explodes the building behind him and just a lot of like little character details like Frieza has an ultimate attack he can do as he's getting up off the ground like a sneak attack which is just so perfect for a character like Frieza it looks so good and I cannot wait to play it yeah no I, I, I I'm very excited for you I'm probably not going to pick it up but I'll probably play it at one of your houses at oh. one of our friends a multitude of people that we know that I know that are going to be buying I'll probably play it at some point it's funny because it before E3 I was kind of like yeah no I'm looking I'm looking forward to to Marvel vs Capcom Infinite and then this game showed up and now I look at Marvel vs Capcom Infinite and I'm just like what happened here what yeah, happened here we'll get, all of this we'll get, what happened here we'll get to that too as well that's that's another that's another topic as well um all right so the next few things are a bit of a, a bit of a rapid fire I think lightning round probably lightning round of, of the Microsoft conference because it was a long conference it was like an hour and a half or so wasn't it it was and they this um, isn't the exact time that they did have like a, a like an indie sizzle reel with like 20 games in it as well so yeah oh. exactly <laughs> there was a lot of stuff um that they talked about but uh basically next was uh, the Darwin project it's like a it, it looked like player unknown's battlegrounds but shit so Whoa, nope. I, it was it just looked sort of boring uh, yeah, well, the, yeah, it didn't look as good. Like it, 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 there was nothing special about it. There was a trailer. They had a shoutcaster on stage. It was weird. Anyway, the shoutcaster wasn't odd choice. It was yeah, weird. Anyway, um, Black Desert Online is coming to Xbox One. It's an MMO. You probably heard about it. If you like it, you're probably already playing it on PC. So amazing character creator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really cool character creator. Um, the last night was like a cyberpunk uh, adventure game. Um, which did look interesting and had piqued my interest until I realized that the developer is a dickhead. Um, so there's that. Uh, so it's a note for me. I don't want to bother talking about him because he's not worth it. No. Nope. Uh, the Artful Escape, uh, which it was called The Artful Escape of blah, 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 the character's name, um, at PAX last year. I saw it there. I really wanted to play it. I didn't get a chance to, but it's like a... Um, it's It's like a weird... Uh, like a, a side-scrolling adventure platformer that is very like music-based, um, very like Bowie-esque kind of music, very like experimental, like progressive music. It's it, it was it's weird. It looks great. I watched someone play the demo at PAX. It looks fucking great. Um, hopefully, it'll come to PS4. Maybe fingers crossed. It, it looks like a trip. Um, that's for sure. Oh yeah, and I, uh, Francis Vendetti, the Artful Escape of Francis Vendetti is what it was originally called, but they've obviously dropped the that at the end, so it's called the Artful Escape now. The shorter um, name works well so, for it. I think so too. Yeah, yeah, because it took me like five minutes to think of the name of the character. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a dope for me, but like, there's not much else to talk about. It was just a trailer, and I was like, yeah. oh, it's that game I saw. So, um, Code Vein. It, 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 yeah, uh, it was okay. I, I mean, here's the thing. They showed another trailer. It was basically like the other trailer. Still don't get a good read on the game. So, yeah. I, I actually... Know. I don't know. I actually kind of half-tuned out for that part as well. I don't know why I was doing something else and I, I missed it. But, yeah, anyway. Uh, Tacoma from uh, uh, Steve, from Fulbright is um, 
finally coming out on August 2nd. Got a release date. Uh, it's coming looks to cool. Looks great. Yeah, it looks really cool. I thought I watched um Greg Miller from Kind of Funny play it with um what's his name? Steve Gaynor? I think oh, his name is. Yeah, I think it's that. Yeah, I think it's his name. Yeah. Um anyway, the guy the guy that made Gone Home basically. Fulbright made Gone Home, which is fucking great. Um and yeah, Tacoma looks like more of that in space and it looks really cool. So yes. Uh Cuphead it has a release date. Holy it's crap. Finally. <laughs> It's actually coming out, uh, and it still looks awesome. It still looks amazing. It was a really short trailer. Um, it's coming out on September 29th, which is exciting. So uh, I, I would like to play it. I don't think I'm ever going to get to. You can still get it. You can also get it on Steam, apparently. I can, but it's not going to run on my laptop, Karen. <laughs> just put it that there. Um, like, if people don't have Xboxes, yep. they can play it on Steam. Exactly. Exactly. Then we got like a huge sizzle reel that had a whole bunch of stuff on there. Yeah, too um, much to even talk about. <laughs> too much to talk about. Um, Ooblets was one of them, and I've heard that sounds really cool. It sounds like Animal Crossing meets Pokemon with a really cool art style. So, um, but yeah. Uh, Ashen, I don't even remember this. I actually can't remember watching this one. Indie Souls, it sort of looks like Souls like with an indie twist to it, which is neat, but I don't yep. know. Yep. That's cool. Um, Life is Strange Before the Storm. Um, big old nope a... from me. Big old nope. Okay, I want to hear why. Well, because Square Enix are basically... It's a scab job. Like, obviously, Ashley Birch, yeah. as a part of the voice actor strike, is not returning to reprise her role as Chloe. So we're getting a new Chloe, and it's just not going to feel right. So I'm, I'm out. Yeah, that's that's very true. I mean, I ju- I've just finished playing episode two of Life is Strange this week. Um, and yeah, like, she's, like, Chloe's such a cool character, and Ashley Birch is such a great voice actor, and she's so good as Chloe. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'd be interested to see, depending on when I, when I finish this, like, season one of Life is Strange, like, the when I get to the end, because um, I think it came out this week, too, that the season two that's being made by, because this isn't being made by Don't Nod. No, this is not. Um, so... The, the season two or whatever they're going to call it, like the the, the sequel, Life is Strange two, um, is apparently not going to have Max in it either. It it makes sense. Like it'll it'll make sense. Okay. All right. Cool. That's what I was wondering. So I'll, I'll we'll get back to that maybe in a couple of weeks when I finish playing the whole thing. Um, yeah. Like, but yep. Yeah. I I just can't. Like Ashley Birch herself. Like she like they inter- there's been a lot of interviews with her this week about this whole situation, and she talks about how she you know put a, a piece of her soul inside Chloe and. Yeah, she doesn't get to be Chloe again because Square Enix won't, you know, do the right thing. Basically, no, exactly. Like, it, it, yeah, and that's that's what I like about Ashley Birch. She seems like the type of person that does put a lot into her roles and a lot into picking her jobs that she does. Like, she she won't do something if it's just for the paycheck, um, which is cool. I really I really like her stuff, um, but yeah, it's a shame. Uh, Super Lucky's Tale which was a, a Oculus VR exclusive game, but now it's not VR and it's coming to Xbox. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Like, considering how much, like, because VR came up last year when I talked about Scorpio, but it was nowhere yeah. to be seen with Xbox One X. Nope. So, Nope. They obviously don't think it's going to be as important as, it, as uh, Sony does. So, uh, yeah, look, it's a note from me. I don't think it looked all that yeah. interesting. Nah, I mean, cute platformer, but <sighs> platformers have to be real good to get my attention. Yeah, exactly, and especially when we've got a big old platformer coming oh, up later on. God. Um, oh, oh, just God, thinking God. about it, Joel. I'm just thinking about oh, it. Oh, oh, oh. Um, 
Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Look, it's a, it's it's a dope. dope from me. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty excited to... This is the game that made me go, all right, I'll get a fucking Xbox One next year because it's going to be the only way I'm going to be able to play this game, especially with friends because that's the only way I want to play that game. Do we need more so, friends with Xbox Ones? Well, I know, we do. But, I mean, that... That demonstrate that trailer was really cool. Besides the fact that the fucking narrator of it sounded like Danny O'Dwyer, and it was making me so happy, um, it, it was just it was fun. Like it was it was jolly to watch that game, and that's what I think. I think that's going to be another one of those games that's not only fun to play, but it's going to be fun to watch people play it. Yeah. Yep. It looks and, cool. It, like, it, it was cool. It was cool to see a mission play out. Get treasure, yeah. back to the ship, all that sort of stuff. Looks neat. Yeah, it looks it, it looks exciting. I mean, it, it's basically more of what we saw last year, but it was a bit more guided. It was a little bit more structured uh, of a demonstration than just people playing it, which was great last year to show off that game. But um, yeah, I, I I I definitely want to play this game. I definitely want to live my life on the, the high seas, being a pirate, um, running around showing people my map. <laughs> um, I was watching, I was watching uh, Polygon, their their playthrough of it, and um, Justin McElroy apparently just at, at, like every now and then would just like Griffin will be trying to do something, and uh, Justin will just like hold up his map and just like try and stand in front of him, go look at my map, look at it, just look at my map. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. Um, yeah, but the yeah, only thing I'm, I want to do is get shot out of a cannon. That's all I want to do. Fuck yeah, that looks so good. Oh, and and the way that you find treasure by like actually having to measure out like paces as well. I thought that was really cool. Like having to like yeah, all right, it's eleven paces northwest of this point, and you're like, all right, cool. And if you walk eleven paces and then dig in the ground, there's a treasure. It's like that's that's really cool. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's not much more to say about it, really, is there? No, like again, they showed some new stuff, but Sea of Thieves is playing out exactly as you expected to. Exactly. Uh, did it say when it was coming? It's like next year sometime. Early next year. Early next year. Yep. Cool. Uh, Crackdown 3. We saw Crackdown 3. I was um, going to nope this game so hard, Joel, but they have Terry Crews in the trailer. So. They have Terry Crews. I know. They didn't have enough Terry Crews, but they had Terry Crews there. Because um, he's going to be in the game. He's like one of the characters. Yeah, he's a playable yeah. character. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, he's like one of the, the captains in the game. It's like, all right, cool. Um, yeah, it, look, it's, it looks like Crackdown, for better With or worse. Terry Crews. With Terry Crews. Don't get me wrong, that part of the news is exciting. But the Crackdown part, it's like, Crackdown was good in its time. There's a reason why we haven't, like, there's a reason why Infamous Second Son didn't do as well. And there's a reason why we haven't seen games like that much lately. Because I feel like that they're from a time gone by, maybe. That's my thoughts on it anyway. Fair, that's fair, that's fair. Yeah, like, uh, and from what I've heard about it on the show floor, apparently it's not, it doesn't run very well. Um, well, that's, that's alarming, Joel, because it's coming out November 7th with the Xbox yeah. One X. Yeah, like, yeah. Anyway, uh, and apparently the, the destructible environment, completely destructible environments is only for the multiplayer. It's not going to be in the single player. Weird. But, yep. Um, and I did hear that apparently the, the, the game is supposed to be like eight to ten hours long, but you can or like tw- twelve to fifteen hours long, but you can do it in three hours. You can finish it. 
But how so, long to get all the orbs, Joel? Yeah, well, you know, got to get all the orbs. Hey, it got Michael Jones at Rooster Teeth the job. That game is responsible for giving us Michael Jones. So uh, there is some good to come out of Crackdown. Um, but yeah, um, um, if you're excited about that, it's coming out very soon. Uh, Shadow of War. Dope, because Bruz is the best. Well, yeah, Bruz is pretty fucking cool. Like, I must admit, I was on board because of that. Um, Bruz is amazing. And it seems like... Yeah, seeing like the expanded uh, Nemesis system, like actually recruiting people for your army, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm listening. That actually sounds kind of cool. It turned me around a little bit on that game. Here is two things about Shadow of War. Uh, anytime okay. they show gameplay, thumbs up. Looks amazing. Uh, anytime they show story, oh, tearing my hair out. Hate it. Get mad. <laughs> That's basically a summary of this game. Like, I can't wait to get my orc army and siege, lay siege on castles. And then there'll be some weird cutscene talking about Sauron. I'll be like, no, ah, oh, ah, uh, bad f- fan fiction, fan fiction. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I, I maybe me. I'm probably not going to play it at launch because it's, I, it's coming out. It's in October now, I think, isn't it? October, I think. Oh, yeah, Jesus. which is a sad time. Bad, Rest in bad peace. time. <laughs> bad time. Shadow of War. You're not coming. If I play you, you're not getting played until the next drought, which I don't even know when's going to be. So, um. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it looked good. It actually looked good. It turned me around on the game a little bit. It that Nemesis system, fun. it looks fun. Yeah, it looked the the environments looked a lot more colourful as well um, from mm. the first one. The first one was a bit a bit bit browny. Well, they're talking up the greater variety in the environment, basically by bringing Mordor to life a bit more, expanding the areas yeah. you go to, all sorts of stuff. So yeah, it's definitely looking better. Plus, that's no good. last that's- gen version holding it back. Exactly. I think that's a problem as well. But yeah, so I mean, yeah, it's it's coming out soon. There are a lot of people I know that are pretty excited for it. So you know, all power to them. Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, the sequel to Ori in the Blind Forest. Um, I didn't get to play Ori. I really wanted to, but haven't had a chance to yet. Um, Trailer was short. They had, mm, but they had Gareth Coker, the composer, um, on stage playing the music on a piano, which I thought was a nice touch. Just nice and simple, um, and yeah, definitely added to the to the trailer a little bit. I thought it was really really cool, um, but yeah, not much else to talk about because I don't. It's going to be a sad about. game, Joel. It's going to be a sad thing. Oh, in that game. Mm, oh yeah, if you want to hear the first one? Apparently, it's super depressing. Um, yes. Uh, and then Xbox finally closed out with Anthem, where we finally first got uh, our our proper look at Bioware's not Destiny. <laughs> not destiny um yeah well i mean look it's it's really hard not to draw those comparisons between those two games um i i feel like they are going to be two different games um but they they are still they fall into those categories that we've been talking about like horizon and and uh, uh zelda and all those sort of things where it's like two completely different games but they've got like one sort of thread of sort of common ground where people are like Oh well, I'm gonna. Keep, I, I like Destiny two because of this. And it's like, well, I like Anthem because of this. It's like, yeah, but you can like both of them. They're two different games. Yeah, I mean, here's the um, thing: like, no one should be surprised because back when EA had their their like conference call or financial update or whatever it was, they it's been mentioned that Anthem was going to be a Destiny division like shooter. So yeah, yeah, the shared and world that was when it was, multiplayer thing was always expected. Yeah, that was when it was called Project Dylan, wasn't it? I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, look, Anthem looks pretty fucking good. 
It's going to be a dope uh, for uh, me, honestly. <laughs> I I think so. I I'm I'm going to agree with you on that one. It looks pretty fucking awesome. Like, I want to fly around like Iron Man. Yeah, like I love. Okay, and this is the thing that a lot of people have been I, again drawing comparisons between Destiny and and Anthem. The fact that like with Destiny, when you're on the uh, the tower, you're in third person, but when you go out into the world, you're in first person. In Anthem, they've just flipped that. Yeah. So basically, when you're in your hub world, you're in first person. But when you go out into the into the the wild world, it's it's third person. And yeah, you can fucking Iron Man around everywhere. But and, and um, based on what they've been saying about Anthem so far, is you'll be more flexible. Like your classes will be relegated to like your your exo suit you get called javelins. So I guess you can have like multiple ones of those running along. Yeah, exactly. So it's like oh, I might take out my like you know my heavy this one, or I might take out my like you know infiltration one or something. You know. Um, Lots of loot by the looks of things as well. Lots of lots of drops. Yeah, they mentioned um, like world events when you're exploring. Oh, and also Joel, four player mm-hmm. teams. Four, can yeah. one, two, three, four. Yep, it's a good number. It's a good it's number. The right number. It's the right number. Fucking pay attention, Bungie. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like I, I, I'm surprised at how into that that I'm that I am. Um, or even like the, the the enemy designs, like the the monsters look really really cool. The worlds look stunning, like the, all the different locations. Yeah, I'm, like I'm curious where, to see how big it is. That's it, that'd be interesting too. Or whether it, if you're going from like that's just like one planet, or if there's like multiple planets, like the way Destiny does, or whether it's just you're on this one world and it's really fucking big, um, or it's not big and it's just really condensed and and structured well. Because it could be any of those things, really. It could. We 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 won't. Mm. We probably won't see it again for a while. Yeah. Well, I think it's what next year, isn't it? It'll probably be. be their March game next year. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, and, and I think it's a good idea keeping it that distance from Destiny as well, so you don't fall into that trap of like Horizon v Zelda when they were launched on like the same day, essentially. Um, so you can let people who are interested in playing Destiny, play a bit of that, and then maybe jump to Anthem, or like the people who are fine with Destiny will stick with Destiny, and then you, you've, you've got that differentiating two groups, especially. Yeah. Yes. Uh, plus that part where like she was like flying through the air, and she like flew underwater, yeah, and then and, like, and, popped and, up, and like discovered a locale, and then came back up. I'm curious about yeah. that game as well, honestly. Yeah, like it's yeah, I'm interested. Promising. Um, and I mean, it's 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 Bioware Edmonton, isn't it? It's Edmonton, isn't it? That's doing. Uh, it. Yes, oh yes, Edmonton, Edmonton is their main studio. Yeah, so like you know, it's the it's it's the good Mass Effect. It's a team studios. It's yeah, it's the A team. Yeah, not to be mean to um, you know Montreal, but it's the A team. Absolutely not. No, I don't want to. I don't want to tell anyone they suck or anything like that, but. You know that's just the way you got to look at it, really. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, um, all right. That that just about does it for for Microsoft conference, doesn't it? Yeah, it was a good conference. Like they had the to bring the games, and they brought the games. They did. They they and they were very very like adamant about it too. Like Phil Spencer was, yep, we're we're bringing games, we're showing games. It's going to be we're going a bit longer because we've got so many to show, and they just were like, yeah. Again, following that trend, maybe not as much, but that trend of like, of Sony's last year, where it's like bang, 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 just reveal, 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 get it all out there. Um, yeah, which I like. It was a good conference. I liked it. 
Yes. Didn't, but didn't sell me an Xbox though, because again, like not many exclusives that I want. And yeah. the wording on all of it, like the launch exclusive and the console exclusive was just confusing. Yeah, there was a lot of like misleading like uh phrases and things that we used. So ugh, I don't know. Anyway, on to Ubisoft. Uh which uh, spoiler alert, I think this was my favourite one. To be um, honest. it was up there for me for sure. It's it's like it's definitely up there, but I think I think I enjoyed watching this one the most. Um for a few for a few reasons, but we'll get into that. Uh so we kicked off the Ubisoft conference with Mario Cross Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Oh, Joel, did we ever? We did, and man, this game looks fucking awesome. So now we've seen it we've seen it running, we've seen it in motion, and I'm Exactly. I'm still surprised. Yep. I think a lot of people are. I think the general consensus is like, I like it, but I, but I shouldn't, I shouldn't like this at all. And, but I really do. And it looks like a lot of fun. It, it So basically it's, it's XCOM with Mario and Rabbids, which fucking, all right, let's do it. Let's, let's play. Um, visually the game looks stunning. I, I think I'm ready for some more Rabbids. Because the I way am, I look at it is... That, I'm not. I know. And I know a lot of people aren't. But the way I see it is, I actually enjoyed the Rabbids when they were announced. I've... I've like, when... Like, like uh, Rayman Raving Rabbids was, was a fun game. I really liked the Rabbids. They were fun. But then I got oversaturated with them. And that's when I stopped liking them. That's when I was like, there's, there's too much now. It's the same with the Minions. Despicable Me 1, the first movie, is a fun movie. I liked it. It was entertaining. I didn't think I was going to like it, and I watched it, and I was like, that was surprisingly good. I lo- the minions were funny. They were kind of fun. They were dumb, just their characters, right? But then I got oversaturated with them, and then I was like, fuck the minions. They can go die in a hole. <laughs> um, yeah, so I feel like it's been, it's been enough time since I've I've actually paid any attention to the rabbits. Um that I'm like, all right, okay. I'm like, it helps that you're there with like Nintendo. Um, if you weren't, I probably would have been less interested. But uh, yeah, this looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, looks like, like and uh, so it, it's, it, first of all, it's colorful and bright and looks gorgeous. Uh, the XCOM combat looks like XCOM, but with you know enough stuff there to make it feel like a Nintendo game or like a, a Mario game, I guess. And like, some of the the, the the gameplay mechanics looks really interesting as well. Yeah, like you can like launch off of your teammates to get more distance, like in your in yeah. your single move, which is cool. Which is kind of uh, like a sprint, I guess. You in XCOM, I guess, you, like, but like doubled, I, you double down. There was footage of him like doing that and then attacking again, which again in XCOM, yeah. if, you, if you sprint, like you can't attack. You should you two action points, yeah. yeah. So hopefully it's yeah, like a more so- playable version of XCOM, which I'm excited for. <laughs> yeah. It de- well, I think it's going to be a little bit more. It's obviously going to be more accessible because it's it's they're going for a younger. On paper, yeah. they're going for a younger market. So, um, yeah, like, uh, Shiggy was there. Shiggy's yep. on stage with Eve Gimo, just hanging out, like firing blasters at each other, having a good time. Which spawned some fucking great memes that I've. If you look at my Twitter account this week, you'll probably see a lot of them. Um. And yeah, we got some we got some tears, Kyron. 
We did. A couple of little tears. This game is a dope uh, for sure. Yeah, fuck yeah. And like uh, one of the, 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 the creative director on the game or the one of the, the, the lead developers or something like that, one, one of the most the important people working on the game was basically they cut to him in the audience because uh, Shiggy talked about him and they cut to him in the audience and he's sitting there watching. His eyes were full of tears and just like welling up with like overcome with emotion. And it was just so... It really set the tone for the rest of Ubisoft's conference, I think. I think everything was just... It, it was jolly from there on out. Um, there were a couple of moments, but we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then after that, we went to... Assassin's Creed, didn't we? Yes. No, was it Assassin's yeah. Creed? I don't know. I think I they went know. to Assassin's Creed. Um, the, the articles that we're looking at are, are, are a little bit out of order, but I'm pretty sure they went to Assassin's Creed next. Uh, well, before we move on, the, uh, Mario Cross Rabbids is coming out August 29th, so it's coming out in like two months' time. Or three months' time, uh, which is great. I'm excited to play it. I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, but yeah, so Assassin's Creed. It's a nope. <laughs> yeah, it's a nope. It's a nope. Especially even if you just look at it, even if you're excited for the game, and you're looking at it just from the way uh, they presented it in the conference, it's definite nope. Like they came out, they're like, "Yes, here," and they, they showed a trailer, didn't they? Yeah, they showed a CG trailer, and then they came back and they're like, "All right, cool." Uh, afterwards, we're going to do half an hour of it, like streaming it uh, out in. HQ or whatever they called their little side room. Um, and then they cut to that side room where someone was playing it and then they showed the gameplay on a really badly lit monitor and it was just bad. Again, why bother in conference it, if you're not going to show the direct feed, just don't. It was There was no point. And especially, like, I, I, I could care less after the... the um, the amazing start to that conference with Mario Rabbids, I was just like, uh, do, can I see that game again? I want to watch more of that. Fuck Assassin's Creed. I, I'm, I've, I've, I, I sort, of, sort of came to terms with the fact that I'm, I'm not into those games, into Assassin's Creed anymore. I don't think I ever was. Yeah, I think that, I missed the boat on them. Were you ever into them? <laughs> yeah, well, like, I played most of two, and I, I liked it, but I never had the drive to go back and finish it. I played some of Black Flag, I never had the drive to go back and finish it, and I'm like, well, I guess that's, I guess that's it for me. Like I, so and like the setting looks kind of cool. I know a lot of people are excited about that the ancient Egypt thing. It does look good, but meh, it's a note from me. Yeah, I mean they're promising RPG RPG mechanics, but nothing they showed me was mind blowing. No, it seemed like more Assassin's Creed. I think especially after I'd been playing like the bow and arrow stuff, I was like. I just played Horizon. That was fun. I really liked that. That was that was. I'd rather play another Horizon. Um, cool. Uh, I think they went to the crew next. Uh, so the crew two is coming. That's a yeah, thing that that's a nope from me. It, it is for me just because I want to see more of it. I am interested in it, but there was a bit of information I found out today that made me more excited about it because basically. Uh, in this one, you can drive cars, you can drive boats, and you can drive planes. Um, apparently, when you're in free drive, though, you can switch at will between those. So just say you're driving along, and then you go over like a sweet jump and get some mad air. You can press a button, turn into a plane, and then fly off in a plane. I was like, that sounds fucking great. 
Well, yeah, Joel, because how else would you be the king of all motorsports? Exactly. You're going to be the king of all motorsports. God damn Look, it. it. Yeah, it seems dumb. I'm definitely more interested in Need for Speed Payback for sure. But yeah, I'll keep an eye on it. Maybe I'll maybe I'll go into it, but we'll see how we go. Uh, then we got a weird trailer for a game called Transference. That started still... off that looked like it was just like a weird developer interview. Uh, and Elijah Wood was there, and then it, like, zoomed out, and it was, like, people being, like, controlled by a headset. I don't know. It was fucking weird. It's creepy. Apparently, I've heard people comparing it to PT, like, at the cool. show. I don't know I don't know what it is, but I'm, I'm curious. It, is it playable at the show? I don't know. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm so... Have to do I some just research don't on know that. what's going on with that, but it's interesting. Yeah. I, look, we'll definitely keep our eye on that one. It's a, It's a VR game as well. Um, which seems so to be, I'll never play it. yeah, I know, but like, it's, it seems to be, it seemed very black mirror, which was ticking a lot of boxes for me. Cause I fucking love black mirror. So, um, yeah. Uh, then we went to skull and bones, which is basically, this is a naval combat from, from Assassin's Creed four, but as a multiplayer five V five, uh, multiplayer experience. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a no. Uh, it's a bummer, like, because you know what? When when that when they started showing that gameplay, I was, I was so close to being like, oh, dope, and then it got to the multiplayer, like, and the PvP stuff, and I was like, oh, I'm out. Honestly, guys, yeah. sorry. Yep. Um, yeah. If you play like, I, look, if you played Assassin's Creed Black Flag and you liked it, and you don't mind not having all the cool extra stuff, you might enjoy it, but. One of the reasons I liked Vanilla Combat in, is that, is, in that was I liked boarding the enemy ship, and it looks like that's an automated yep. process in this game, and I'm, that's a hard mm. out for me. It, it looks like a cutscene, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So the sorry, next Skull one is... Pardon? Sorry, Skull oh, and sorry, Bones. Skulls. Yeah, sorry, Skull and Bones. It'll probably no, have like, a single-player component like For Honor did, but I probably won't get, get, won't get me in the door. Yeah, well, it didn't, get, it didn't get us in the door for For Honor, so... Um, <laughs> And we were we were pretty stoked about that game before it came out. So we were, uh, and then we then we realized that we weren't. Um, the next game is Starlink Battle of Atlas, nope. which is basically Ubisoft's Toy to Life. I know. Like, okay, give me a couple of seconds. You I like I like I like the look of it. I think it looks like fun. It's probably going to be shit, but the models that they had there, like the actual toys to life that they had, uh, looked kind of interesting, and they were cool ships. And I was like. I could, I could, I could get into this. And they had like interchangeable parts that like were changeable weapons and things. And the other cool thing was they've uh, eliminated another problem with Toys to Life is that you've always got to have that base connected to your console, and that's going to have a cable on it. And then, say, so the way that I have my land room set up, I'd have to get physically get up, take a character off, and put it on, and then get back, sit back down. This one is like a clip that clips onto your controller, and then you oh. equip your your. Uh, your ship to the top of the controller. I'm like, done. All right, you've solved the problem that I have with Toys to Life. I, all right, I'm intrigued. But it still doesn't solve the problem of Toys to Life, though. <laughs> I know. I know, but they're cool ships, Kyron. If it was anything else, I would have been like, eh. But they're like, they're cool, like, like Starfighter ships, and they look really My awesome. shelf is full of Amiibo. Like, okay. I can't, I can't right, fit That's ships. true. That's true. My shelf is just full of everything. I can't fit them, but I'm probably going to. I'll I'll keep my eye on it at least. Anyway, it's a it's it's a it's a it's a nope, but like with the potential to be a dope. Anyway, <laughs> it's, it's it's on the on the fence. 
Uh, we got some Far Cry 5 gameplay. Um, oh, again, because no. the conference was all very snappy. I didn't get a chance to see... We didn't get a chance to see a whole lot, but... And the gameplay they showed was kind of exactly what I expected, which kind of bummed me out. Okay. Yeah, see, look, I was on board with it. I'm, 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 I'm down for it because, yeah, it all looked the same, but... Uh, the... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm still excited for this game. I'm still very oh, excited for Far Cry look, 5. I don't want to make it sound like I'm not excited for it. I am just mm, probably going to yeah. pick it up. But I was hoping that like when it popped up as a like in gameplay form in the conference that something interesting or like slightly more exciting would happen as opposed to like sneaking up, telling someone to get into a position, snipe, or you snuck down and just did the Far Cry thing that you do. I did like they used the um the a boom 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 song in the trailer. I was like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, um, that was good. But I mean, who knows? There could be there could be something that Ubisoft have up their sleeve that they don't want to show yet because they seem to be very like close to uh, holding their cards close to their chest with this game. With a Maybe, lot of the things. I don't know. Like so, I said, I'm not, I mean, it's not that I'm not excited for it. It's just like what they show didn't exactly make me go. Oh, I need this game now. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, that's about it. There's a lot of there's someone they run over someone with like a combine harvester. That's pretty, that felt pretty fucked up, over the top, honestly. <laughs> oh yeah, it felt very Dead Rising, but yeah, yeah, it, they have those those moments in those games, I guess. But oh well, I'm still excited for it. It comes out at the start of next year. I'll I'll definitely pay it, play it. Um, but Kyron. Speaking of of of, of jolliness, uh, man, they finished this conference on a big high. We saw a trailer, uh, so that was a CG trailer. Um, I think after it, like maybe the first thirty seconds, everyone realized what it was what it was to deal with. Yeah, we saw a CG. We saw a CG trailer for Beyond Good and Evil Two. Holy shit, we did again. One of my favorite trailers of E three this year. Like and then. And then Ansel came out on stage and he was practically crying. And I was like, oh, Yeah, because he was so happy. And I was you like, You are my favorite oh, person. Oh. I'm so glad you can finally make Beyond Good and Evil 2. And then they brought out like all the Ubisoft like developers that were backstage and they're all just on like stage holding arms. And I'm like, Fuck yeah, Ubisoft. Like, I've said some pretty shitty things about you in the past and you've done some pretty shitty things in the they're, past. Yeah, I was going to say, they've but, been a shitty company in the past. <laughs> yeah, but man, you guys are, you guys are fucking really turning a page and I'm. I'm so happy for him. I'm really rooting for him now. Um, but this trailer, holy shit. Like, whoa. Um, Very Michael cool. Huber from, from Easy Allies put it perfectly in my eyes. He said that this trailer was basically like Overwatch reveal trailer levels of world building. Because like, yeah. I remember watching that, that Overwatch reveal trailer where you're like, I, I don't know... I don't know much, but I know I want to live there. I want to be in this world now. I want to play yeah. in this world. And I felt the same about Beyond Good and Evil 2. I was like, I never played the first one. And this is a prequel, they've said as well. It's going to be set before Jade was even born. Yeah. Um, but I never played the first one. So I played maybe a little bit of it. Um, and I liked it. I just never finished it. Um, now, but, we don't know much oh. about it, because this was a CG trailer, obviously. Yeah, exactly. I think... I saw some people who had seen it or at least had more interaction with it at E3 mentioned like the, the spaceship stuff and like the fact that it was all set in a single solar system, living solar system, all that sort of stuff. Mm. I, 
I think it mentioned like single player and multiplayer. Uh, I just want this game to come out. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. Um, there's like a beta program or like a like a not even a beta, but there's a program you can sign up for. It's a Space Monkey program where you can yeah be a space help monkey. create this game. Basically, they said they, the way they described it, it was like you could help shape the way this game is made, um, which basically sounds like a beta to me. But still, pretty exciting. So exciting! Um, I'm so glad that Beyond Good and Evil Two exists. Yeah, yeah. I like if you haven't watched that trailer, like seriously, go and watch it. It's so good. I've watched it like three or four times now, and I'm like, this is really fucking good. Um, bang bang, motherfucker! That I love it. <laughs> it's so good, so good. Jolly uh, trailer. Jolly good trailer. Characters. There were a couple other things during uh, Ubisoft as well. Like we got a new yeah. uh, uh, Fractured by Hole trailer. There's a South Park mobile game coming. Um, little bits and pieces here and there as well. Um, but I mean, South Park's coming out soon, so we hope. It's been Maybe. delayed long enough. We hope it's coming out. Um, but yeah, alrighty. Shall we move on? Well, we'll I, like I, I said, I said it at the start. Ubisoft is one of my favorites. I just, I had such a genuinely jolly time watching the whole thing. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, like I def, I look, I like the conference. I, I Ubisoft usually at least have the most entertaining, but I think this was just a very good conference. They didn't, as much as like we pray, like people are praised the way that Sony does stuff. I do like it when games have a chance to actually exist as well on stage as opposed yeah. to be like, cool, two minute trailer, next trailer. Have trailer, a bit trailer, have a bit trailer. of time to breathe, yeah. Like yeah. it's yeah. For sure. Absolutely. I and I think there was a, it was a good balance, yeah, of like, you know, those quick trailers and then like we we like with the crew too, like we had them coming out talking about it a little bit and I was like, All right, cool, this is interesting and then back to a couple of trailers and then it was, you know, something else. And then we had the Beyond Good and Evil trailer to finish off with. Plus, um, there was like no Splinter Cell had, though. Yeah, no Splinter Cell, but they haven't forgotten about it. Apparently, they said so. You know, uh, okay. Soon. I don't know, yeah, man. Who knows? Um, cool. All right. Shall we move on to Sony? Anything sure else you want thing. to say about? No, nah, I'm like, look at. So, like I said, they did a good job. And like that thing that we were worried about with it being mostly devs didn't go too badly. No, I, I was worried at first, like, it started and I was like, oh, this is not good. And then, like, once we got into it, I was like, no, okay, no, I'm, I'm on board with it now. This is fine. <laughs> um, poor Aisha. We still love her, though. Um, cool, Sony. So, Sony had a lot to live up to this year. They definitely had a lot to live up to. Yeah. After last year, coming out and just... Last two years, but last year in particular, I think, yeah, they sort of changed the game in terms of how these conferences were held because we saw the effects of that this year with all these other conferences where they were like, bang, 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 let's be really snappy with it. That's what people want. Um, And Sony pretty much did the same thing, just not as good. Yeah, here's the thing. It was tough because Sony spent the last two years basically, dream, dream, dream. They eventually had yep. to stop. <laughs> yeah, they needed they needed to come down a little bit. Uh, and and this like, seems okay, to be like their interim year, yeah. Yeah, these are the games that are coming out. Sorry that you saw most of them last year, but once they're out, we'll have dreams again, hopefully. Exactly. So this is like the, the breather year for Sony, I think. Um, but having said that, not to play down some of the things they did talk about, uh, we saw a bit more. We opened with Uncharted Lost Legacy, which it's is looking sure. great. Yeah, fucking A. Uh, down... Down to clown for that. Um, 
like uh, Chloe's the blowable character for the whole thing, but apparently there's like team up stuff you can do with um fucking mental blank. Nadine, Nadine. <laughs> Nadine, Nadine. I was like, N, N, N. I was like, Nadia? No, it's not Nadia. Nadine, thank you. Oh my God, I just like full on blanked on that. Um, yeah, you can do like combo attacks and stuff like that with them at certain points, um, which seems interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm keen to see that. The thing um, that gets me most about Lost Legacy is it looks like they just, they started making a standalone expansion and then almost went ah screw it it's an uncharted game like it just is yeah yeah exactly well i think they said it's going to be the same length as like uncharted one yeah and isn't the disc version coming with the multiplayer as well yeah so it's coming with like yeah the multiplayer and the survival mode as well it's basically an uncharted game it's like a an uncharted installment not a standalone yeah which is really cool and and going back to what we were saying about arcane and, and dishonored um like using that as like a like a way to get people into the series. This seems to be like because it is a standalone story and it takes place after the events of four, so it's completely disconnected from anything to do with Nathan Drake. So if you decide to jump in and play this one little standalone piece, that's probably not going to take you all that much time, but it's going to be meaty enough to get your hooks into. Um, and go, wow, I really like the I really like the gameplay. I really like the way they told a story. I really like the puzzle solving. I like whatever element from it. Maybe I'll go back and check. Uh, yeah. Check out the Uncharted series, which you can do. You can play from one to four, all on PS4 now, which is awesome. Very convenient. Um, mm, yeah, so definitely, definitely down for that one. Love it. Uh, then we got some uh, uh, a trailer for an expansion for Horizon Zero Dawn. Looks really good, especially after considering I just finished it last week. Um, and it's great. It was really good. It It's I know I said I wouldn't talk about what we've been playing, but that game's there's sequel bait. Um, of course, uh, it is. they, like, they it knew wasn't they be knew a standalone they, game. Yeah, they knew they were going to make more of them. Um, and yeah, the, the end of the game alludes to that. Uh, so I'm interested to see where this DLC takes place in terms of the timeline of the story of the actual full game. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm definitely going to check this out. I think. Uh, it's the frozen wilds, so it's sort of set in like a snowy area. Even though there's like snowy areas in the map already, but um, it seems to be a different area. Um, and yeah, I'll try to finish you know Horizon before it comes out, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should. Even if you just creep past the story, like towards the end, that's what I ended up doing. Um, I still managed to get my platinum trophy though, so go at me. Um, but yeah, even if you just creep past the story. Because like sometimes I start to get feel a bit bogged down by the the side mission stuff, but anyway, uh, then we got some days gone. Mm. Thoughts on that? Not feeling it. Not feeling it. Okay. Not like I mean, yeah. I, I again, from what I've heard from like people who saw it on the show floor, it apparently looks more interesting than it. Like when I watched that trailer in this in the conference, I just I couldn't stop thinking of The Last of Us. I just couldn't. Yep. Yeah. No. Uh, that's and that's I got that vibe as well. Um, I'm still kind of interested in it. I'm not like frothing for it. I'm not super over the moon excited for it, but I am interested in it at least. Again, I it's I a- like the horde stuff, and I think they were talking about how a horde sort of has its. Like, it needs to eat and drink and all that as well. So there's probably, like, sort of, like, schedules and stuff like that you've got to manage. And there's the day and night Mm. cycles. And, like, a lot of it sounds cool, but it's just not enough to get me pumped for it yet. 
and they're not showing that really like to the public yeah. like they they're not showing that off so or I guess more so it's hard to show that off I guess in yeah, a trailer it's tricky. In like a, a 5 minute trailer yeah and so, that's again yeah. it's, it's one of those situations where the game would have benefited from a longer stage demo maybe yeah oh for sure absolutely yeah having someone up there with the control the cheesy fucking standing there on stage yeah that would have helped um maybe someone talking over it who knows I mean, Sony probably, like, if they were to listen to us talking about that, or most people, they're probably just like, first you want us to fucking do Just Trailers, and now you want us to do Talking on Stage. What do you motherfuckers want? Um, so yeah, Dreams. You know, I want more dreams. Yeah, we want more dreams. Um, I was trying to think of something that I want off the top of my head, but I can't think of anything. Um, Shadow Drop Last of Us 2. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Monster Hunter. Ooh. Monster Hunter. So it's Monster tough. Hunter World. Yeah, it's tough, Joel. Yeah. On upon first viewing in the conference, I wanted to say dope because it's Monster Hunter, and yep. it's a series I've always wanted to get into. I've dabbled in a couple of them, but never really taken the full plunge. And this was the one I wanted to go into, but but Capcom. Capcom, Joel, they're not making it easy for me. No, they're not. they have clarified on Twitter and like to various outlets that they are focusing on Monster Hunter Worlds, or World, for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and currently have no plans or nothing to say about localizing Monster Hunter Double Cross for the Switch. So if you're a Nintendo right. f- own, like console owner who likes Monster Hunter, sorry, Capcom don't care. Yeah, look, this the trailer looked interesting from Monster Hunter World, but yeah, there's there's some 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 shady shady going ons here. Yeah, we don't have a, we don't have a full with. story, but Monster Hunter World is not coming to Switch, so yeah, I don't know. And we're not getting the Switch version of Double Cross localized, yeah. so we're fucked. A little shady anyway. Um, yeah, I I I I, I it's sort of a nope for me. It's a nope for me. Yeah, uh, the next one. I know it's going to be a definite dope for you, and it's pretty like, much it's, for me it's as well. Dope, 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 dope. It's like dope yeah. times ten. <laughs> this was a pretty cool surprise. Like, uh, so Shadow of the Colossus is getting a like a remake from. It's not even Blue Point. From Blue Point, the, the the guys who have spent so much time just doing remasters have obviously proven themselves worthy, and they're getting to do a remake of Shadow of the Colossus, and that's great. Yep, because what we saw looked. Awesome. Yeah, it looks like it's being completely rebuilt, and I cannot wait to feel awful every time I kill one of those colossi. Oh yeah, yep. Because that's the thing. That's the thing. Going into, I never finished it, but I know how the game ends. And going into this game, like this remake, with that knowledge, it's gonna be interesting. It is. It's gonna be interesting, and you, and you're gonna, you know, you're gonna lose your horse again, and that's gonna hurt. It's just gonna yep. be a bad time. Yep, it's uh, yeah, but like it was a cool trailer. Uh, the way it was revealed, like you know, you see you see the uh, the, the boy running, and you're like, wait, 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 and then you <laughs> see that 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 first like Colossus turn around, and you're like, really? Because like, like this, you know, you know, as soon as you see one of those Colossus, you're like, that that's that's from Shadow of the Colossus. I know that. that music I've seen it before. And, oh, yeah, it was like I'm so excited. Wow. That was, a, that, was a, that was a cool reveal. I liked that. It was nice. Especially, yeah. like, hot off the heels of Last Guardian last year. I was 
I'm, I'm glad I'm going to get to play the Shadow of Colossus again. Yeah, and, and yeah, it's going to be interesting to play again. Uh, well, for play, finish it for me anyway. <laughs> uh, then we got some. Uh, we got some Call of Duty World War, World War Two. Um, now, so this is the part of the conference from here on out. I had to work at twelve, and the conference started at eleven, so I had to leave for work. So this was the part of the conference where I had it playing on my phone while I was driving. I wasn't looking at it. I had the audio Good. playing through the this. I had the audio playing through the speaker in the car, so I could still hear what was going on. Um, and my work is literally like a five minute drive away from my house. So like by the time I got to work, I sat in the car for, I was a bit early just cause I like to be a bit early. I sat in the car and watched pretty much the rest of it from there on, but I didn't really see much of the, 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 the Call of Duty stuff. So it wasn't a great trailer. And then we found out later it was a multiplayer trailer and I, I understood why I didn't care. Okay. Yep. It's a note. Fair enough. <laughs> yep. Well, it's a note for me cause I didn't watch it. So, and I didn't go back to check it out. Uh, got a whole bunch of PSVR games, uh, including Skyrim. Skyrim again. Skyrim's back. Flogging a dead form. horse. Come on, Bethesda. Jesus. Anyway, yeah. uh, there yeah, some cool stuff there as well. Um, the most noticeable one I think though was the Impatient, which is by um, Supermassive Games, who did Until Dawn, and. People on the show floor have asked uh, the people like demoing the game, going, "Is this related to Until Dawn?" And the general consensus seems to be, "Yes, it is in the same universe as Until Dawn. It's just about fifty years before." Yeah, uh, or like sixty years before. It's basically in the asylum from from uh, from Until Dawn, which is cool. It's like a, a a VR Until Dawn, which seems fucking horrifying to me. Like, no, thank you, but. It's cool, though. There's going to be a lot of people excited for that one. Yeah, again, if I had a VR headset, I'd be all about it. But I don't, and mm. I probably won't, so it's a note yeah, from me. Which is, which is basically most of these are VR games. Yeah. But I, 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 I just wanted to, to point that one out, because I thought that was the most noticeable one for me. Um, then we got some Kratos action. Dope. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, that was good. Oh, and his fucking sweet axe that he has now, and just like, oh, this I want to play that game, Kyron. It's very. It was very cool to see the the world servant pop up as well. Oh if yeah. If you're versed in your your Norse mythology, it's gonna be a cool game. I'm so glad we're going to Norse mythology next. Yeah, and I, st- I we still don't really know what, but we know he's definitely not supposed to be there. Oh yeah, he's trespassed. Oh, well, I mean, here's the, the world serpent wants to help him and that's not good for the Norse gods. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's really not good, actually. I World's, didn't even think of it that way. World Serpent's kinda like, hey, I hear Ragnarok's pretty fun. <laughs> Let, let's let's call some Now, there's a there's a voice in the trailer that you don't see connected to anyone that sounded very Loki esque. Did you did he, you get that vibe? Potentially, like he's he's gonna be there. Like, oh, he's gonna be there at some point. But I was like, are they are they just teasing that there? Because it sounded because the reason why I, I I picked up on it is because it sounded very much like Tom Hiddleston Loki, <laughs> different different enough. But they it felt like they made a clear choice to go. All right, we want you to be a little bit like Loki from the movies, like a, just a um, tidbit, like a little bit like Tom. 
just enough so people we don't need to show the character of Loki, but people will go, wait, is it is that Loki? And which I, it worked on me. If that's what they were trying to do, that's a hundred percent worked on me. I was like, sounds like Loki, but yeah. Um, uh, combat looks good, even though it still looks somewhat stripped down. But I'm fine with it because it, it just it looks like the every hit's gonna you're gonna feel every hit, which is awesome. Yeah, and if they make the combat simplify, but maybe have a couple of different animations for things, like that's I'm okay with that. Yeah, it'll be fine. Um, Very cool. Yeah, looks so and good. it looks like. They kind of half showed off, like throwing the axe, and then it coming back to him as well. Like, yeah, that's, that's, cool. what, that's what I loved. Like, it, the trailer started with him throwing the axe and then trying to call it mm-hmm. back, and nothing happened. And you're like, "What happened there?" And then at the end, that's when the world servant pops up and gives him back the axe. I, I kind of like goes, that as well. And goes, "Hey, I got a job for you. Let's um, kill some. Let's kill some gods." Yep. I did also actually I did, like oh. the little. Um, vase that was in the trailer as well oh yeah yeah i didn't even yeah that's cool that was a very cool little nod to the original god of war trilogy exactly yeah i didn't even put that there until you mentioned it then i didn't even put that together that's cool um yeah no i'm pretty excited uh pretty stoked for that but it's coming early next year so this oh, is going to be their march game that's so, so, far, that, that's so far away game. i know i know it's because it, it is so far away yeah um then we saw some of Detroit become human. Nope. 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 I'm kind of into it. But, I mean, like, there's not much to say about it. it looked, I, I kind of like the look of it. Um, I want... I I skipped Beyond Two Souls, so I don't have that. I still have Heavy Rain, which, again, looking back on it, maybe isn't as good as I remember it, but I had such a good time playing that myself and... It was when I was living with a, a group of people, and that basically became a game that we all sat around and watched each other play in a big group, and we all were like yelling things and going, "Oh, you should do this! No, go out this door!" Oh, and like trying to see what different people would do in different situations. And it was, I had a lot of fun with that. So I don't know, I've got a little bit of an it's, emotional attachment to it. It's so tough because I was the same. Like I really loved Heavy Rain at the time playing it through my first couple of times. I was like, "Yeah, this game's incredible." But the more I thought about the story, the plot hole started to creep in and mm. the cut content sort of was just like, yeah, why did they just, why did the plot thread with, with Ethan just get dropped? Or like, why did that suddenly pop up? Like, yeah. why was he standing on the street with the paper, the paper crane, Joel? Why was that? <laughs> why? Yeah. Yeah. Never got addressed because it yeah. just got dropped. And then Beyond Two Souls it's... came out and I honestly couldn't stand that game at all. So yeah, which I and... heard from a lot of people. The main reason this game's a note for me isn't even, like, the game itself. It's the fact that the trailer was like, yeah, it was kind of cool, but it's just sort of showing us again what last year showed us, really. Like, yeah, I get that my that my choices will cause different outcomes. That's kind of your shtick, Quantic Dream. Like, nothing new here. Yeah. Um, hmm. I, 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 yeah. I, it, it's a dope for me just because the trailer looks kind of cool. Um and I'm interested to see a little bit more of it, but yeah, like I mean, the name of David Cage is a little bit more isn't isn't as uh, revered as much as it used to be. Yeah, again, like unfortunately, Quantic Dream games have done cool things. Like the opening to Fahrenheit is amazing. Oh yeah, of, that's so cool. Lots of parts in Heavy Rain that I'll never forget, like the uh, the trial where you got to cut off your finger, like that. Yep, or the highway, fe- the highway chase the too, highway, like going up yeah. the highway. Fucking oh. yeah, there's some great moments in that game. But um, oh, the, the invasion into um, what's the name's apartment? 
Yeah, like yeah. Like the chase scene. Like that was that was cool. I mean, apart from the fact that it was in her underwear and all that kind of shit. But like like that was that was an exciting sequence. Like it was it it's was just, fun to play. It's cool. It's just that sometimes the story falls flat and considering that's what they want to they want to push so much, like it needs some more polish. Yeah. Um before we move on to the last thing, there were a couple of things that got announced before and after the stream as well, before the uh, conference. <laughs> um just a couple of little things. Uh, Undertale's coming to PS4 and Vita, which is fucking awesome. I'll play that game again. Um, uh, the, the, again, the makers of Until Dawn had a, a co-op mobile horror game, which was part of like a collection that they were doing of like, kind of like Jackbox games, but a little bit more expanded. Um, there's a trailer of like Shuhei Yoshida playing one of them, which was pretty funny. Um, and uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite uh, is coming out September 19th. There's a story demo up to play now. I played it last night and it was not good. Um, it was what I would describe as it. okay. It, it was eh. Like, yeah. It was a solid yeah. eh. Um, but yeah, there was, so I, I, everybody's golf is now called everybody's golf everywhere instead of hot shots golf in the U S. Um, cause they like, they made this big deal in the trailer. They're like, yeah, everybody, we're going to call it everybody's golf now. I'm like, it's already called that. So this isn't news anyway. <laughs> uh, Sony closed out the show with Insomniac's Spider-Man game. What are your thoughts, Kai? Uh, so, here's the thing. I mm-hmm. don't want to sound like I'm not excited for this game. Right, okay. Because I am. Yep. But again, what they showed was pretty cool and basically what I expected. Yeah. Batman yeah. sort of combat, like from the Arkham series... The web slinging was as expected. The thing I was a bit bummed about was there was a lot of QTEs, which I don't know how I feel about that. I look, yeah, yeah, I guess that's right. But I, I kind of, I don't know. I don't mind a good uh, QTE. Like some of them were like, cool. Like I liked when he was sort of doing stuff with the as the crane was falling down, like the QTEs there. Yeah, I liked the and the one when the, helicopter. the helicopter's falling. Yeah, like yeah. To, like fire. Yeah, really quickly. That was kind of cool. Yeah, the I way like that the, one. the way I think the way that they were laid out on the screen was kind of interesting and made it look kind of fun. Still, yeah. like, um, yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, I I don't want to sound like I'm not being super excited because I am. I'm fucking pumped for this game. Um, I'm really excited to to play a new Spider-Man game that looks like it's, you know, capturing that Spider-Man two feel. Um. I guess there's Batman Combat by the looks yep. of it. Um, but I have no problem with Batman Combat if it's done right. I'm looking at you, Mad Max. So I'm going to bring out that game as much as I can because I fucking love it. But um, yeah, like if it's done well and if it feels good to do, then I don't mind. And it looked fluid enough. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for that. I liked um, some of the different animations for the ways it, uh, Spidey, Spidey was taking people down was interesting. Um, the fact that he's got some sort of relationship with William Fisk in this one, uh, which if you're, well, you're yeah, not aware King, of, that is, is Kingpin King up was interesting because he's not the villain because he, I, my theory is that this has taken point like later on in the game and that he's already put Kingpin away. Kingpin's going to be like the first like couple of hours of the game and then he's going to give you, help you along the way. I'm curious as to how many like Marvel villains will pop up throughout the game. Mm. 
Well, the villain that we saw in it is apparently Mr. Negative, which I yeah. didn't know anything about until I, I looked it up. Um, yeah. So I, I'm hoping that's not going to be the overall. Oh, I'd be okay with it, I guess, if they went with someone completely, completely different. It'd be cool if it was like an unknown villain, but yeah, I, I'm curious yeah. to see how many like well-known faces will pop up along the way. Yeah, well, speaking of uh, well-known faces, there was one at the end of the trailer, though, Kyron. There was. And, okay, so this mm. is one thing I didn't like about the presentation. Like, watching it live, like, they cut away from the, the stream for that, and then they came back for right. that one thing, and then they closed it off, and I was just, it was just meant to be like, ha-ha, Marvel post-credit scene, ha-ha. I, I, I yeah, know. yeah. Like, I I see what they I, I miss that because I obviously had to start work, but... Um, so when I watched it at home later on that night, because I, I only got to watch half that Spider-Man presentation, I watched it later on. Um, I got the full experience sort of thing, I guess you could say. Um, but yeah, we got we got Miles Morales. Yeah, was, so in, was there two Spider-Man? Two Spider-Man? Yeah. Do you know. think maybe? Do you think? Do you think they're going to have the balls to kill off Peter Parker in this game and then do a Spider-Man two with? With Miles Morales, maybe it'd be cool. I don't. That'd be I don't fucking boring. I don't think it will happen at all. But like, man, that'd be pretty fucking big if they were like, "Yeah, look, we've done Peter for a while. Let's let's give Miles some time in the spotlight." Um, but I, 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 I don't know how much of a role he's going to play in the game. But he's obviously he's obviously there for a reason. So it's really interesting. All right, so yeah, Sony. What, what overall thoughts? I mean, again, like I said at the start of us talking about Sony, it was a catch-up year, so yep, they can't it's the breather, can't the just, breather year. Yeah, they can't promise streams every single E3, so I do forgive them for that. But the fact that there was no real surprises after Shadow of the Colossus sort of bummed mm. me out. It and was, the games yeah, were just it, packed so tight that none of them really had a chance to sort of like stand out and like get a chance to breathe or anything. Yeah. I feel like if I feel like they should have put the undertale announcement in, in the actual conference. I feel like that was, that was worthy enough of being in the conference, to be honest, that game's got enough of a following now. And a lot of people might want to, might've wanted to play it, but don't have a PC to play it on. So uh, I mean, what should have been in there before that would have been the Nino Cooney announcement. Well, that's true. Yeah, actually that's very true. Um, which yeah. also looks great as well, but yeah, uh, I think yeah, like you said, it's that breathy year. Um, they just need up. to take us. Yeah, next year I think hopefully they'll be back with the the big bombs again. But what we saw was good. Like, we're not saying that it was a bad conference. I mean, it was still entertaining. It was still good, but it was still like, oh, cool, it's God of War. All right, I'm excited to see this. Oh, it's Spider Man. Great. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Just cool. Stuff we saw. Uh, let's last Detroit. Year. Yeah, we just saw more of what we saw last year, pretty much. And with, like, the same, like, 2018 dates, basically. Yeah, exactly. Like, when we all... We, we knew that's when they were coming out, so... Although, I... Yeah, I was hoping for God of War at the end of this year. I was optimistically hoping, uh, but... I, 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 had a, I had a feeling, Joel. I had a feeling. Yeah. Yeah, it was the right feeling. <laughs> all right, Karen. Let's finish on a high. On a super big high. Oh, Joel... So, we've been I, I'm I'm very impressed with your like being how reserved you've been up until this point it's but it's all you can this, Joel. you can take the reins Kyron it's all yours oh really okay alright so it's all yours this is your this is your moment 
This one was a this one's sort of weird because it was it's it's a it's a digital presentation because it's Nintendo. Yeah. It was titled Nintendo Spotlight. Mm-hmm. Which basically from like as we can say now we've watched it, it was Nintendo's version of Sony's way of doing press conferences where it's just like video, 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 video. Yep. Yep. And it was great. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember the exact order of things, so I'm just going to follow the article we've got here because okay. it covers some important stuff. So we mm-hmm. saw Xenoblade Chronicles 2 again. Yep. Yeah, it looks uh, good. Yeah, it still looks like a hell like it is an RPG. We saw some combat, which in the small trailer I didn't quite get, but then I watched like a Treehouse presentation and I, it sort of un- made sense to me. Okay. The characters have, like, you've got a sword that's also a girl, so the girl is your sword. Yep. I mean, the British voice acting was interesting. Interesting is a word that is one way to put it. Um, Definitely gave me nostalgia towards the original Xenoblade Chronicles. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for for better or worse, from what I've heard of anyway. Um, Yeah, they're still sticking to that holiday 2017 date, though. They're sticking to it. I I hope they make it, because I want to play it this year. Yeah. I can't help but doubt it, but hey. Feel free to prove me wrong, Nintendo. Prove like, me I mean, wrong. We don't know how long this game's been in development for, so who knows? Uh, apparently, it's been it was in development sort of alongside Xenoblade Chronicles X, which came out two years ago. Uh, so it's okay. a while. Yep. All right. We've got a bit of time there. So that, that it could happen. It's doable. It's doable. I it believe. Is. I believe. Uh, so that game's obviously dope to me. Like, most things in this oh, conference yeah. are going to be me going, dope. So... Just yeah, fair, like fair warning. I, it's it's. I'm not like super excited for it, but it's a dope for me. Like I'm not going to nope it because I'm still interested in it. But I never played the first one, so there's a barrier of entry to me. Uh, then we saw a Kirby game just called Kirby. Yeah, I don't really know what to say about this besides the fact that it looks like a Kirby game, though. It looks pretty. It it is. It's colorful and and mm-hmm. like got the the typical like Kirby happy design going on, like. It just looks nice. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, it just sort of looks like a Kirby game. Yeah, there's nothing super special about it. It's, like, it's a working yeah, title, really... so it'll probably look different next year when we see it again, probably. And actually have a, a title, that not just not just Kirby. <laughs> not just Kirby. Unless, uh, yes. unless they're just Kirby. going super... <laughs> unless they're just going super minimalist with it, and they're just like, they are just going, yeah, it's Kirby. It's Kirby. <laughs> it's like, cool. All right, it's Kirby. cool. They did it with God of War. Sony did it with God of War. It's like, there's God of War. There's a bit of a difference have... between... Between Kirby and God of War, though. Well, yeah. I mean, on paper, yes. I guess. <laughs> on paper. It's fine. Uh, yeah, anyway. So next up was interesting, Joel. Mm, yeah. Very interesting. This is, this is one of the parts that's been, like, sort of rubbing some people the wrong way. I can see why. But basically, Game Freak confirmed that they are working on a core Pokemon... A core entry to the Pokemon franchise on Switch. Which, so that that confirmation enough is fine by me, to be honest. It's amazing. It did feel weird having, like, the shot of Ishihara. Ishihara, yeah. Yeah, just basically confirming it. Nothing else, really. It's exciting, because it's Pokemon on Switch. It sort of softens the blow of Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon from last week, but not as much as they probably thought it would. It seems to be, like... And again, we'll get to this very soon, but there's a trend of them just going, look, here's confirmation. We've, there's been so much speculation about this. Here's confirmation. We are working on it. And we haven't got anything to show you, but here it is. 
it's literally an extra and i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna sort of not not support that but offer a different point of view so yeah they said it's probably more than a year off which doesn't surprise me really but next up yeah Mm. uh metroid prime 4 metroid prime 4 is coming can it's I just coming. say that I'm so happy that we decided to talk because none of the other conferences we 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 communicated with each other via like Facebook Messenger for the rest of them, but for this yeah. one we decided we'd get on party chat with our friend Brod, friend of the show, Broderick Goyers. Um, we we were like, let's do party chat for this one, and I'm so fucking glad we did, and I'm so fucking glad that your stream was slightly ahead of ours, oh. because hearing your reactions and going, oh god, I hope it's true. And then seeing that it was true was just, it was awesome. It was so good. It was so much fun. So we'll set the scene. And, like it was sort of like a, it was a black screen to start off with. You could sort of see some stars coming in and there was like blue nebula cloud sort of shape that came into the shape of the screw attack logo. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the background, it started playing the Metroid Prime theme and it faded in until it was like full blast. Metroid, I've been a four popped up. And then Metroid yep. Prime faded in. Now in development for Nintendo Switch. Now, yep. that's it. We only saw a logo. And so to counter, like some people have said that Game Freak were like, yeah, it's fine. Like they said it's coming. They did, it was fine for Metroid. Why wasn't it fine for Pokemon? We had a Pokemon yeah. game a year ago. Not even that, like seven months ago. Yep. Our last proper Metroid game was Metroid Other M back in like 2010. Yep. So just showing a logo and saying it's in development, that's enough for me to lose my mind, honestly. Yep. Yep. No, that's totally like I'm confirmation that it confirmation is 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 key here. Like it, it that was enough to just be like, all right, I'm I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that announcement. We um, also later learned that Retro Studios is not developing it and it's in fact being built in house at Nintendo by a new team, which is exciting. Yeah, That's interesting. Like, Nintendo hasn't like uh, Metroid hasn't been in house at least for like a, a console game for like I guess since Super Metroid really. Yeah, because the Prime games were retro when Other M was Team Ninja. So because Kyron, that leads to the question: What the fuck are Retro working on? I want to believe it's a new IP now. I I do as well. I want to see them do something new. But I mean, the obvious choice is it's Donkey Kong. But. Oh. I hope let them do something else. Let them do something else. Yeah, let them let them spread their wings. Um, but yeah, Metro Prime Four. Oh yes, dope. It's like it's the dopest thing from the whole show. Like all of E3 even, is like this. Here's a logo. You don't even need to say it. Like it's oh yeah. I mean, Blue I mean, like eyes. I never. I played. I finished Metro Prime One, and I played a little bit of two. Um, and I loved them, but I never got around to finishing the whole trilogy. But oh. so I'm excited to play this game and hopefully you know i'm holding out hope that they'll re-release the the trilogy on switch because if they do then fucking um, they'll throw money at that but um i I, it's a dope for me solely for you karen that is so excited prime confirms like it's first person again it's going to be a continuity of that storyline yeah yeah it's and it's confirmation that it's something that exists and that this time next year we'll probably see some of Man, that is so good. I I hope. Yeah. I hope, but it exists. And that's maybe maybe even before then, we don't know. But maybe, maybe. yeah, maybe uh, they'll do a Metroid Direct. Who knows? That would be incredible. 
Yeah. Announcing the, 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 oh no, we got an announcement for the, the Amiibo. Yes, there are Amiibo as well. Oh, um, we'll get to that, Joel. That's like the last thing I'm bringing up because it's, I'm cheating. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's uh, fine. That's totally so fine. next up was Yoshi. Which looked Yoshi's awesome. Also it's, getting a Switch it, game. Yeah. Um, and it's like all cardboard. So he's upgraded. For, but it's still Yarn Yoshi, isn't it? By the looks of it. It sort of is. I don't know. Kind of. Yeah. It's not full yarn, but he's like made of some like, looks like felt Yoshi. Yeah. Maybe it's felt Yoshi. Not, not yeah. as catchy as Yarn Yoshi, but. Yeah. But I mean, this game looks colorful. Really, yeah. And it's all like cardboard and it's it's got like 2.5D elements like going into the background and things as well. Um, and like there's a part where he's like firing eggs at like a, a shy guy that was like in the foreground. Um, <laughs> Which was cool. Yeah, like, I really liked yeah. that. Looks fun, but yeah, and it's co-op as well. I think, but you know, it's still it's again Yoshi working title, so it could change when it, we see it next. Who knows? Yep, but so there's not much more to say about that. They're just like, yeah, it's uh, coming. Yep, uh, Breath of the Wild had its first DLC fully revealed. Mm-hmm. As Looks we good. expected, it's basically like the Cave of Trials sort of thing from the other games, where you fight from mm-hmm. rooms full of enemies. Uh, difference being that you start off basically in your underwear. Yep. And you basically coll- you accrue gear and stuff as you continue, as you progress further into the, the, the I guess, the Cave of Trials, the series of caves and rooms. Yep. And slight spoiler for, for Breath of the Wild here, but it kind of felt like uh, Eventide Island. Yeah. It basically, kind of yeah, like, like a you know, version of Eventide Island. Yeah, they're like, yep, you start from scratch and you've got to build yourself up. And it's like, all right, cool. That sounds cool. I could get they down also with it. teased um, the second DLC expansion, not in a, a way that we can figure it out, but it's, yeah. it's definitely focused on the champions. Yeah. So I rec- I've I think you're onto something, Kyron, when you when you predicted like being able to play a Zelda. I, hope I think so. it's gonna be. I think this is gonna be set before before shit went to like or shit gets all fucked up. <laughs> in, in the game basically like i think this I you're gonna so. be or and, and it'll culminate in you trying to take down ganon calamity ganon and failing and thus cool. leading into that'd be awesome yeah like so that was definitely dope for me i'm not sure if i'm gonna get the dlc now or if i'll wait till the second one comes out but i'm, I'm i excited. think i'll probably wait i'm gonna wait for yeah. it i think and then i've got oh, then i've got like a lot to play then in one, one <laughs> well, that's true uh, to go along with this announcement, they also revealed four, the four champions will be getting their own amiibo, which is neat. Give me that Goron one, Daruk. Give me that Daruk one. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Daruk is the best. Uh, then, Joel, they confirmed that Rocket League is coming to Switch. Fucking brilliant. Fucking brilliant, brilliant. idea. It's a dope from me because, holy shit. It's like, absolutely that... a dope. Yeah, having that game on the go and being able to play... With just friends and not not getting my ass handed to me by people online who are much better at the game than I am, um, like yeah, just being able to like get together and be like, you want to play a game of Rocket League? Yeah, cool. All right, let's do that. Yeah, because it does um, feature wireless LAN, so you mm-hmm. can play wirelessly. Uh, it will have crossplay as well, which once again Sony isn't playing ball on. Exactly. So, so and apparently Sionics have come out and said that it's literally just the flip of a button, like the flip yeah. of a switch. That's all it takes. And Sony are like, no. Nah. So I don't know what's the, going on there, but... This is for the players. Yeah. Let's, yeah. 
But um, I will buy Rocket League on Switch. It comes with like some special cosmetics. For example, there'll be a Mario and Luigi hat, which is very cool. Yeah, and they said something about like specific cars as well, but they didn't go into detail about that. Ooh. So maybe we'll get Ooh, some like exciting. Mario cars. Maybe we'll get like um, what what's the name of Samus's ship? Like or a Blue oh, Falcon? Well, Blue Falcon would be cool. Get yeah, like a Blue Falcon. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, like uh, that, plenty of stuff. Like yeah, that. so that's coming holiday 2017 so that's exciting yeah. honestly i'm gonna because we obviously didn't buy rocket league originally that's so what i was gonna say yeah we got it for, on playstation plus so we, i haven't paid for it yet and i'm willing to pay for it because it's, it's a good game um but kind uh, we hang on hang on oh there's also, there there also a trailer for fire emblem warriors which again i was <laughs> i this is messed up in order because this was directly after metro prime 4 and yeah exactly i was I was still glazed over from that, so I actually missed the trailer mostly. I had to go back and watch it later. It looks cool, but I was just thinking about Metroid. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we, I, I haven't gone back to watch this yet because we were still too busy, like, giggling with excitement. So It's amazing, um, Joel. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. But uh, look, it looks cool. Uh, the gameplay videos I've watched have done it better justice. Not too worried about the story in that game, really. I'm just there to cut up hundreds of dudes, but... Excited! It's a it's a dope, obviously, obviously. Yeah, sounds like a sounds like a Warriors game. Yeah. Uh, yep. Next up, Joel was the crowning the, the crown jewel on this spotlight. It was before, a... well, actually again before we go into that. Did you want to uh, do you want to talk about the other one that was after the stream? No, that's that's last, Joel. We're closing on that. <laughs> okay, cool. That's why I just wanted to double short. Uh, right. So the crown jewel of the presentation was, of course, a new gameplay trailer for Super Mario odyssey with holy an october 27 release date and oh. a ridiculously catchy song all throughout the trailer with vocals there was with like vocals. vocals and it was so all trailer, about it was all specific to mario like about collecting coins and going on an odyssey it was fucking I, awesome i assume it's a theme song for the game honestly like oh it's so fucking good it's so uh, fucking good this trailer is really special because how it started was so confusing and none of us knew mm-hmm. what was going on. Yeah. It opens I on like I... a grassy field and we were like, yeah. we've already seen Xenoblade. Then there was a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. And I think we briefly fought Monster Hunter. Yeah. I shared a Dino Crisis. I shared a Dino Crisis as a joke. Dino Crisis. Then the T-Rex roared and on top of his hat was Mario's hat was just there on his head and it was cappy we lost our minds it was cappy that trailer was it, crazy joel and look that's how that trailer started and it only yeah. got even more insane like because then you sort of see mario running around we're like yeah it's mario odyssey this is great and then at one point he throws mario throws cappy at i can't remember what the first thing he turns it was he, a frog it was a frog he throws it at a frog and then he turns into the frog you can, it's and then and then they proceeded to show us all the things that you could turn into, which is everything. It's yeah, Every, there's so many things. Everything. There's like certain humans. You can possess a cab. You can possess like the power lines to get places quicker. You can possess like a tank in a boss fight. You can and then they T Rex. Re- exactly. They revealed that that the reason he was wearing the hat at the start was because Mario was a fucking T Rex. Oh. Well, Mario Odyssey is going to be a very special game. Oh, oh, Kyron. I, oh my God, it looks so good. 
I think that trailer is my favorite trailer for me three. It's just so much fun. I yeah, I think thinking about that now, I think yeah, it's my favorite as well. Which is yeah, which is saying something because there were some really great trailers. Um, so there were nuggets in there as well. Like we got to see some some more stuff with Bowser. We saw Pauline from the original Donkey Kong game. Yeah, yeah, which is a very cool nod. Really cool and, nod. And the more I've seen, like in the stream afterwards when they were playing Mario Odyssey. Of, of New Donk City, like, there's so many references to Donkey Kong throughout. There's, like, Cranky Street or Cranky Avenue. Um, I've got my fingers crossed off on my dream of Donkey Kong being a villain. Oh. He should be, like, the first boss before Bowser oh, shows up. I want it so badly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, like, this... Oh, this game looks so good. It looks so good. And it's coming out... It's coming out sooner than I thought it was coming out. In like four months, I thought this was like yeah. a, a November game or like a December yeah November game. at it's... the November is December at the earliest. That's what I thought. I was like, it's probably going to get delayed until next year. But yeah, but no, it's October twenty seventh, so it's coming out. And apparently, <laughs> if you if you pre-order it at AB Games, you get a cappy for real. I realsies. saw that extremely limited, and I'm like, do I do I do it? I'm thinking they about also, it. They also announced three new amiibo as well. They announced like wedding. Peach, Wedding Mario, and Wedding Bowser, which was adorable. Which, the way that they're set out, too, is that Mario's sort of, like, reaching out to his left, and Bowser's reaching out to his right, and Peach is in the middle looking very shocked. So when you put them all together, they look like... It looks like a scene. I was like, that's... Yeah, but should, that's should so- Peach be shocked, really? <laughs> well, yeah. If your options are Mario or Bowser... <laughs> yeah... Yeah, I guess that's true. Unless, unless the conspiracies have been true all along. That's what I was about to say. Unless the, 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 that crazy, crazy conspiracy is real. Oh, but uh, man, that is such a such a happy trailer. Yeah. In fact, when I, we finish, you haven't when it, we finish recording, when we finish recording, I'm going to watch it again. It's so good. It's so good. It's so favorite good. trailer from the entire show. Yeah. Uh, uh, but that... Yeah. What were you going to say? I was gonna say that brings us to the end of the stream of the it of, does. of the uh, of the the spotlight. Spotlight concluded. Most of like we I stuck around because I remember Reggie saying that people who watched the stream should stick around. There would be uh, like announcements in the first hour or so of the treehouse. Yeah, I was like, okay, fair enough. I'll stick around. They started with Odyssey, didn't they? I think so. Yeah, they kicked off with Odyssey. Yeah, it was a bit of Odyssey, and then Reggie announced a new game for Nintendo 3DS. Which I was like, ugh, really another 3DS game? It was Metroid Samus Returns. <laughs> Joel, it, it's a second Metroid game. So, not only do we get a second Metroid game, it was a 2D Metroid and a remake, essentially, of Metroid 2, yes? And, yes, and it comes out September 16th, so, like, in three months. Oh, God. Nintendo, bring in the games. thunder. Bring in I the didn't... thunder. I didn't think we'd get one, let alone two, let alone a sec- like a second Metro game that comes out in a matter of months. That has a cool collector's edition that comes with a soundtrack too. It does, and they're releasing a Metro, a, a Metro, a squishy Metroid amiibo and a Samus amiibo along with it. Which I want both of those. I want both of them, and I will get that, both of them. Yeah, you'll you'll get them. Like I'll I'll hopefully get them because fuck uh, me, they look so good. The game is being developed by Mercury Steam, which a re- like. At first, I was worried because I didn't like the Lord of Shadow, Lords of Shadows games for Castlevania. 
Yep. And they did that weird Mirror of Fate Castlevania 2D game, which apparently wasn't very good. But reports from this game have been good, and the gameplay they did on Treehouse looked incredibly fun. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm officially excited. It looks it looks very good. I think I might actually dust my 3DS off for that. It's got... So it's sort of... It is a traditional 2D Metroid. There are some new features in there to sort of keep it fresh. So Samus has like a melee counter now with an enemy attack so she can smack him away and get some like yeah, critical awesome. hit on them. Uh, in the traditional games, if you like wanted to aim, you could only aim in eight directions, but now you can aim in a full 360 arc if you hold down the L, the, like the left shoulder button. Yeah. Uh, she's got Aeon abilities now, which are a new sort of feature to sort of like flesh out how you play the game. There's like a scan pulse that scans like a certain area of a map around you like a lightning shield, a damage boost. So there's a bunch of different things there. They consume a bar that recharges as you defeat enemies, I'm pretty sure. Yep, that seems to be... I, I haven't seen much of it, but it seems to be the, oh, okay. the way things are going. Yeah, yeah. I, I was and, watching um, that stream, but I was watching it while while the Easy Allies were talking over it, so I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention oh, yeah. to it. But I went back and watched it like this morning, just to be sure. Mm. Uh, and Sakamoto has said... and That's another thing that got me worried. I'm like, oh, not Sakamoto... I remember Metroid Other M, Sakamoto. Mm, but so far, so good. It seems like it's going to be okay. Uh, he talked about how the... Because it's a remake of Metroid 2, which is obviously a Game Boy game. They'll be adding in, like, new Chozo lore and stuff like that, so I'm really interested to see what we, what we get story-wise. And I'm just excited to see the game that leads to my favorite game of all time, Super Metroid. Yeah. Like, back back in the mix of it, back in the modern era... Joel, two Metroid games. Two Metroid games, Kyron. Two. Not one. Two. The, the fucking oh. dream is real. The dream is real. It's happening. Yeah. St- like, I'm saying it now. I've, I've been posting on Twitter, like, all we- like the last couple of days going, I still, I don't know how we got here, but I'm glad we yeah. are here. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, like, like, I'm obviously excited. Like, I'm not a, like, I'm not a, like uber fan like you are but like i like what i've played of the metro games i do enjoy them and i like samus as a character um but uh like a, a lot but uh i the, the reason why the, the main reason why i'm so excited is for you i'm so excited that you oh, get this thing these I'm things so it's, it's exciting i mean i'm very excited for you more than anything which is great i'm so happy like yeah <laughs> it's, it's incredible awesome. that i get that I get a Metroid game in a couple of months and you're going to, everyone who listens to this is going to hear me yak about it. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's okay. We need, uh, well, well, Kyron, we need something to fill the Persona 5 void. So now we have something for the next, well, potentially, you know, the next year or so. <laughs> well, like, we honestly, Metroid comes out and then we get Mario Odyssey. So it's going to be a good end of the year. Oh yeah. Uh, but I'm, yeah, so Nintendo I'm Spotlight. Still highly, yeah was good it was good it was really good i'm still hoping for that metro prime trilogy coming to the coming to the switch don't hold your breath don't hold your breath i look they should and it'd be smart it'd be a smart thing to do but it depends like if how how well they can get this like the joy cons to work as ir sensors for it because corruption can't exist without those i would argue oh really Corruption is because it was a Wii game and like it yeah. was made with that in mind. So there's a lot of like precision aiming things that would be really tricky to do with dual sticks. I mean, you could use the whole like gyro thing that they do for Splatoon 2 and, and Breath of the Wild, maybe. maybe. Like that seems maybe. to work pretty well. 
because it worked well for me for Breath of the Wild, especially. I was using that pre- predominantly to aim with. It. I'd I'd like move generally with the the right thumbstick, but then I'd fine tune with the the gyro. So potentially, but yeah, I don't know. Oh, uh, I hope so. But yeah, I I <laughs> thought that the, the Nintendo Spotlight was great. I think it was really. Yeah. It was tight. I, 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 I think our fears of it being only half an hour long um, were squashed. Like there was nothing and to worry about. Really sneaky that there was there was word before, like just before the spotlight started, that Bill Trennan was saying that it was going to focus on like holiday twenty seventeen games and not really pass that. Yep, what a liar! <laughs> An absolute liar. There was at least three games there that were like not we, that had no inkling of a release date. So yeah. Yeah, the th- and three big titles as well. It was a Metroid game, a Yoshi game, and a Kirby game. So, um, yeah. But then so happy got, with our presentation. Uh, so happy I'm a Switch owner. Yep, me too. Absolutely. So happy I got I think, a Metroid game in two months. Oh. I don't. I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want to throw too much shade or anything. But anyone out there thinking that there was no games for the, the, the Switch at launch or in the launch window, and the games that were there are not very good, fuck you. <laughs> Go and check. Go and check the coming soon section of the Switch. There's a lot there. Exactly. Politely, and there's a lot politely, on it right now. politely, and and very, you know, very calmly. But fuck you. Um, <laughs> just make the Switch. Very, very calm. Yeah, make the Switch. Fuck yeah, the Switch is awesome. If you can get one, apparently they're very hard to get nowadays. But yeah. Anyway. All right, Karen. I think that's an episode. It is. That's our E3. That's E3 all done for another year. Um. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of other things that have happened, but nothing super major. Otherwise, we would. Have I'm sure about, we'll but... still be like catching up on some E3 news next week. Honestly, mm, yeah, for sure. But we'll be back to a our regular episode next week. Yes, hopefully it was a regular time um, at a regular running length. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at, at, at a manageable length. But if you got through this, thank you very much. Uh, Ooh. Do you want to take us out, Karen? Sure thing, Joel. Uh, Thanks for listening, guys, if you reach this point. We apologize for it running so long, but E3 is obviously a special circumstance where Yeah. We we still like this is the abridged version of E3, honestly. Yeah, exactly. We we went all in last year and it still took about the same time. So we've managed to cut back a lot. It's you know. Abridged for like people we were just watching from our couch, like so Yeah. There's plenty more of it that could be talked about. But uh if you want to get in touch with us you can always find us on facebook where we are just dialogue options you can give us a, a like over there you can follow us on twitter at dialogue options you can send us an email to dialogue options at gmail.com uh, also if you listen to us on itunes go and give us a little cheeky review it helps a lot and yep give us those stars again as well yeah doesn't have to be five just doesn't have to be five stars just give us some stars please i don't understand but five iTunes, would be preferable stars are good I like stars. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, if you want to follow myself on Twitter, you can find me at X, where I've just been posting Metroid stuff just constantly for the last two days because I still don't quite believe that I'm getting two games. <laughs> I, I, just, I just don't. Yeah, no, and fair enough. I it's It's been long enough. It's weird. Uh, and as for you, Joel, where can I find you? You can find me at Jolly Mac, where I've been retweeting an all manner of, uh, of, of memes to do with uh, mostly Nintendo stuff, which my favourite one at the moment is... Uh, it's a two-part tweet from someone called uh, Chris Pearson. He's like, Me! Wow, it's so fucked up that Mario is hanging out next to normal humans. 
Nintendo. Also, he can possess their bodies. And then Miyamoto-san whispering, guess what, motherfucker? Mario is a taxi now. Beep, beep, my good bitch. There's a a gif. There's a gif of of Mario turning into a taxi. I I just love the term, Mario is a taxi now. Beep, beep, my good bitch. That (laughs) fucking makes me laugh so much. But anyway. There's been some good ones. Like there was one of those, uh, like you, an idiot, complaining about uh, video games being unoriginal at E3 and then me, an intellectual Mario just possessed a fucking dinosaur <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh there's the, the perfect one where it's like you know Xbox conference is like yes we've got uh, 6.4 teraflops of uh, <laughs> processing power and then it's like Nintendo busts in the room and just goes he threw a hat at the frog and now he is the frog and, it, <laughs> and everyone losing their shit and I'm like that's our it our machine that's is powered by it. friendship <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right oh all, and all the, the pictures of, of, of Miyamoto and, and Yves Guillemot standing next to each other with the guns. There's some great... One was like, come on, Vivendi, come at us now, bitch, we've got backup. <laughs> and then they're like with the guns. I'm like, that's so good. The oh. memes are great from oh, E3. I love there's it. There's been some really good ones. Oh, love it. Uh, but until next week, we'll let our wonderful theme song, Strike Witches Get Bitches by Azure Flux, take us out. Yeah, you. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys there. See ya. Bye. Oh, <laughs>